Talk Recorded live. Welcome, everybody. This is Sue Maya. I'm your moderator for the evening, filling in for Shelley. I've been a targeted individual for at least 15 years that I know of, and um, I've gathered a lot of science, coping skills, management skills, um, been a professional counselor and artist most of my life, and I have several degrees in case anybody is wondering. Um, you can look at my profile when I'm running the call, but just for people who don't know me, I have a Bachelor's of Science, Bachelor's of Fine Art, Certified in Hypnotherapy, Neurolinguistic Programming, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, and a PhD in Religions. Tonight, we're going to open the call to general discussion, and um, you know we'll, we'll share some shielding ideas, some um, psychology, some spirituality, anything to get you through. That's basically what it's about. And since Shelley's call is usually about activism, we can bring that up, although I'm not strong in that area, we will certainly field ideas for activism if you have some. I wanted to share with you a, a message of inspiration to help everybody unify, calm, get centered, and feel like yourself again. Dear friends, we're living in challenging times. Even the most centered and resilient person can feel anxious can begin to feel powerless in the face of such fast-paced change and uncertainty. How do we cope? How can just one person make any difference? Stop, breathe, be present and grateful for this moment right now. Know that God's presence is constantly within and around you, leading you always towards your highest good the most perfect manifestation of what is uniquely you and right for you. Every action begins with one person and one voice. I'm here to remind you that peace is within you and that you have the creative power to shape your life. A beautiful image and an affirmation can bring you back to your center and remind you that no matter what is happening around you, you can shine your light into this world and be a force for good. If you agree with me, say amen to yourself and hold the light of God inside of you and around you as protection. Thank you for listening. We're going to keep a calm, quiet session if we can, and I will unmute anyone who wants to star eight to speak. Got two organs. You are both unmuted. 
Hi, Sue. Hi, uh, hi Sue. Good evening. Um, thank you hi. so much for doing the call tonight. Um, I, I love the call that you uh, did last Wednesday, uh, subbing to Shelly. And uh, here you go. There's another encore, an encore here. So, uh, so I'm going to be listening, and if I have anything um, relevant to say, I will uh, chime in. Well, I'm going to mute myself now. Thanks. Okay. Thank you, Amy. Hi, Sue. Hey. Um, thank you for what you said. I think I, I will uh, mirror your um, what you said about trying to keep it calm and remember that we're all on the same team, you know. And I understand, too, anger. You know, I'm always, you know, I come across calm, but sometimes when I'm at home, I'm venting, you know, but I vent to the appropriate people you know, in my house, you know, I'll, you know, I vent, you know, I do, you know, but not to you people, you know, not to my community, you know, we just have to remember that this anger can get misdirected at people and, it, you know, you just, just remember that a lot of this anger has to do with the trauma and being victimized and, you know, I actually talked to some um uh, you know, I talked to some law enforcement today um, about something that was going on, and they're like, um, I forget the point where I was going with that. Um, they were basically saying, um, gosh, where was I going with that, Sue? That's been happening a lot. Oh, anger, um, let me think. Um, Venting. Oh, that, yeah, I was explaining a little bit what was going on in a way that I wouldn't get in trouble, you know, and I just said I do activism and, you know, and people, you know, get very angry about it. And he said, that's terrorism, what you're experiencing. And I didn't tell him anything. I told him just a tiny little minuscule, you know, I, I start out really small with information. And he just said, that sounds like terrorism, uh-huh. you know. And so, and I, I was thinking, wow, if he only knew. But, you know, it is this terrorism that we're dealing with. And you're going to have, uh-huh. you know, P, you're going to have some PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. And, um, you know, it makes you highly reactive with one another. So um, just remember that. That's not really you. That's a reaction to your trauma, you know. And then I do think it's healthy to vent. You know, when no one's around, go somewhere, you know. I don't know. You know, sometimes you just got to, you know, vent, you know. And I vent. I, they probably can hear me. I'm sure they can. And, you know, but I keep it, you know, directed at the correct people, you know, and try to really check myself, you know, and try to remember mm-hmm. that, you know, there's personalities and we're all different and, you know, that's just how it is. And, you know, we have to be a little more accepting and forgiving with one another and just understanding really. And, and you know, I'm sure Steve, you agree with me. We just have to have some compassion and empathy for one another. But when we're dealing with these, what we're dealing with, you know, sometimes, you know, you start to, you know, um, just get kind of volatile yourself. So, just remember that a lot of that inner volatility is just a reaction to them. But just also remember that um, it's it's what they've done to you. It's not us in the community. We're just trying to help each other. So, and then also the wonderful woman who sent me these bracelets. If you want to um, email me, this is the last thing I'll say. If you want to email me, I'll send you a little present too. You know, just email me. Um, and if you're, you know, you got to have an address that I can mail it to you. I'll mail you a bracelet with a little present, and um, anyone can do that. Um, my number, my um, email address is tiangel2016 at gmail. Um, yeah, and just, you know, however you want to get it, I'll send it to you. She was so nice to make these great bracelets. My daughter wore them around today, and, you know, she understands what targeting is, and, um, you know, and people ask her about it, and I've helped her with a little... Um, 
sentence to tell people, you know, just about human experimentation. And I gave her different little sound bites that she could tell to people, you know, and just my mom cares about what's going on, um, some things going on in the government or whatever she wants to say. But it's on that bracelet. It says, stop gang, stop stop gang stalking on the other side. And then another one says, I'm targeted individual. And that's a perfect chance to open up a conversation with someone and explain it. Just be careful how you how you explain it. Try to come from a calm place. Um, that's all I want right. to say is I just want to be able to, to send some of these bracelets out, and I think they're great. And uh, Yeah. 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 That's really great. Um, I think it's a good idea. And um, so, you know, and they're not charging for it. So, um, you know, it's a good idea if you want to write to her. or And the lady also put her Facebook in the chat, and I'll read that. It's Watish. Vona's Facebook name is W-A space T-I SH. So you can find her on Facebook if you want one of those bracelets or you want to get a few of them and give them out. Um, if you're educating, you know, try to keep it calm, like we said, logical, and, you know, stick to the facts because people do need educating. And think of yourself as a teacher and not, like, just venting your all your anger and frustration. It's just... Mostly everybody doesn't know how to handle that. And you have to find a way to be appropriate. If you can turn, like Seta asked in the chat room, how do you balance the anger and rage? Well, my suggestion is always try to use the energy in a productive way. So if it means, you know, raking leaves, um, cleaning your house, writing in a journal, you know, journaling is still a good thing to do if you have a lot of emotions that don't seem uh, like they have an appropriate place. If you can't tell your doctor or your family or your neighbors, well, journal it. And when just get it out. Mm-hmm. When I'm angry, I do lots of activism. That's my favorite thing to do. I'll take yeah, a that, bunch of yeah. flyers. I'll go put them on cars. I'll submit like 10... Um, Ten um, story ideas and to different reporters and different, you know, like the Guardian and places like that. I am having issues because there's an encryption thing, and I don't know if anybody knows about technology. Um, I, I, even like encryption is compromised. You can't send an encrypted message because, um, which is a great idea, it protects your privacy. But my encryption uh, capacity mm-hmm. capability has been compromised, so mm-hmm. I'm dealing with that. Maybe someone can help me with that. Um, you know, I don't even care if it's encrypted, honestly, but they like it encrypted to protect your privacy. So that's one good way to do it. You know, I just think it's the best thing ever, just to go out and do something like that or make calls to your local news station and, you know, in yeah. a, in a you know, in a, in a logical way. And, um, and the other thing is, and you probably learned, I was, a, you know, I was a drug and alcohol counselor certified in California. And one of the things I love that they said is if you're yelling and emotional, no one can hear what you're saying. No. They you automatically know? shut down if you start yelling at them. They just do. Yeah. It's natural. You know, it's a protective me- mechanism. Um, and so, yeah, give us some more ideas of activism or, you know, writing flyers, where to distribute. Um, just, you know, throw out some ideas right now since... Well, Amy and I went downtown. Yeah, so Amy and I went downtown and we handed out flyers. I don't usually mention that I'm a targeted person. 
unless someone unless I'm having an in depth conversation and they're looking at me a little, you know, like really this really happens? Like, oh yeah, it's happening right now and I happen to be a targeted individual. You know, and so um um that's one of the things I do. And then I go on, you know, to Facebook and I, you know, you know, comment a lot. But one other good thing to do is go to um this is an interesting way that I came up with the other day. Just go to Amazon or anything and get to any books, anything, and mention targeted individuals. It doesn't have to be a targeted individual book. It could be anything. People read the comments, you know, and it's legal. It doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to pertain to the product, you know, and that was something I thought of. And so, um, and then you can also go to the books, you know, that are about targeted. and Just do reviews. Go to YouTube you know, and reviews and put websites, you know, that people can read, you know, post like uh, biggerthansnowden.com or TI Protects or, you know, PAX or whatever one that you want to do. Put the link in there. Just make it easy for them. Just post the link if you can. You know, there is a lot of things you could be doing, and you don't have to give your name. You don't have to do anything like that. You just go and you post information and then – um, I, I'm a phone caller person. I like to call and tell people what's going on and tell them about our credible, you know, tell them about our credible community. And, um, yeah, um, what other uh-huh. forms of activism is there? Um, I call, you know, you can call your radio stations close by and tell them that you know about some things going on. And you can tell, share your story, but you can also mention David Voice. David Voice would be more than happy to do an interview at your local station. And because he's walking across America, you know, twice, people are very interested. And they don't, he doesn't have to be in their area. Um, the fact that you're in the area may be enough. So, um, and that's, you know, that's a few things you can do. You can call your ACLU, you know, I don't know how much, how, um, where you get with that, but, you know, and then you can call the domestic abuse centers in your neighborhood and say, hey, this is going on. You might have people, I want to educate you. You don't have to say it's you, so you don't have to worry about that. Just say, hey, because um, I did this once, um, um, this is a new form of um, abuse that's going on, and you may get calls. So can I give you information about it? Because there's people being abused and violated by this, and they have no place to go, and they might be reaching out to you. So it's an opportunity to educate them about that. Um, there's just so many ways. Um, yeah. It is just spread the message, you know. But really go on to any comment on any website about anything and put a link, you know, and say, you need to know this, you know, and you can put it in there. You know, it might get deleted, but, oh, well, if you do 100 of them, you know, I'm sure some will stay. So yeah, or yeah, or mention the product if you feel if you know the product, and then add a link. You know, people are interested. Links are curious. People are interested. When I see a link in the chat room, I want to click on it. Like, what's in there? You know, and so people yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, it makes That's people right. are curious. Right. Yeah, yeah, and you can go to some of these websites that we've looked at over the years, like TI Awareness, where they have lists of links. Print out the page. Make ten or twenty copies. With you know, and if it has a bunch of links on it, people can go do the research themselves. Another thing yep. is, if you if you have an email list of local newspapers, you can send that page with the link on it to them directly to their editors. Um, another thing that you can do, and I haven't done this myself yet, but 
there are some places where you can get business cards made really cheap, like for ten or twenty dollars, and get like two hundred fifty business cards with a little bit of information, not a lot, but just a few like key phrases, websites, and you can put them on bulletin boards at the grocery stores, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, and it doesn't doesn't take a lot of weight, doesn't take up a lot of um space, but it's it's handy, you know. I keep running into TIs that don't know their TIs now. And how else are they going to find out unless somebody slips them a card and say, hey, look this up, you know. You know, we don't have to get into the discussion right here in public, but yeah, slip them a card. Check this out. Maybe it'll help you. So, yeah, that's you know, a good idea. Mm-hmm. I, guess I haven't done that. I want to do the business card. I, I got somebody. Somebody wanted some um business cards, and I got them. You know, they didn't have the money, and I got them in to give out. So I should have done it myself. You know, I didn't. I don't know what I was thinking. I should have got myself some at the same time. Um, I think I was planning on going in there and putting my name on there or something. You know, but I just didn't get around to it. Um, but you know, there's a lot of ways. You know, if you if you like to dance, dancing is a really good, healthy way to release um, energy just in your own home. You know, yeah. I think it's best. If I had a hard night, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I get up and I dance really silly, and it puts me in a good mood. I start chuckling at myself. And I don't know about you guys, but I have crazy, crazy nights, and I think most of us do, you know. And it's like I'm so traumatized in the morning. It's like I can't believe I made it through the night. I can't believe I even slept, you know. And so I just do something silly. You know, not everyone's silly, and that's fine, but maybe you can work to try being silly, you know, or put on some music and sing as loud as you can because that's releasing mm-hmm. anger. Anger is real. We all experience it, you know, and we have every reason to be angry. We just have to be careful how we express it, you know. That's and right. I really, yeah, I don't like to see it when we're expressing it at each other. I think it's unnecessary. But I have empathy yeah. for them, too, because I know they're angry and they're not putting it in the right place. And, and people that's are opinionated right. and, you know, that's all I have to say. Well, no, and you've got a lot of good ideas, and not one person has to do all of it. We can spread these things out amongst the community. There will be probably 60 to 70 people on this call, and everybody could do one thing, and that would spread out the word, you know. Um, And also, it's not only anger. Uh, Anger is one of the energies that people have to deal with, but uh, fear is another one. you know, anxiety is a big thing. If you're prone to any particular emotion, they're going to trigger that as often as they can. So finding ways to channel the energy in a healthy, productive way. It could be activism if you want to, but if let's say you're in fear. Well, you may not feel like strong enough or courageous enough to go out and do activist work. But you could write, you could dance, you could turn up the radio. If you listen to music pretty loud, that will technically break up the frequencies and jam some of their signals. So you're really doing energy warfare when you turn up the music. Now, or put it on, you know, as loud as you can for a few minutes just to blast it out of your body and then turn it back down. It doesn't have to be loud for hours and hours. But if you leave your music up real loud for maybe 10 minutes and stand in front of the speaker, 
it will vibrate the frequencies out of your body. I've done that. <laughs> I've done that quite a bit, actually, with, um, okay. you know, with a professional speaker. Yeah. Yeah, hi, it's Amy. Um, I do that quite a bit um, at night when I get home. I uh, turn up my uh, my little uh, portable, I guess you can call it a blue box. Um, um, anyway, I turn, I turn on the classical radio station to the highest volume, except when I have my dog in, in with me. I don't like to do that to him. He doesn't like it so loud, so I turn it down. But when I'm alone... I could have it going for a couple of hours uh, on the highest volume, and then I have I have ear earbuds in listening to a uh, rock station. I love this rock station, this local one. It's just fabulous. So I'm really listening to the rock music, the classical rock, and I have the, the classical to break up the frequencies in the background. And uh, and and there's some kind of a uh, uh, feeling of peace. Of peace, uh, because uh, I I don't I don't hear the B2K um, uh, really really uh, loudly. Uh, it's not it's uh, I, I get a little break from the V2K. Let's put it that way. And uh, even though I could still hear the V2K with the music on on highest volume and, and earbuds in both ears, two different. Um, music in, in each ear, I could still, I still could hear the V2K, even with that, but at least my mood, see, it's my mood, I realize if my mood is uplifted, if I'm in a, a like a really uh, uh, rosy-colored mood, like, like the color pink is, is, uh, is a really good, good high vibration for, for being in a, in, a, in a good mood, pink, I think is a good color to visualize. Um, and so if, if my mood, if my mood is high, then it doesn't matter really, uh, hearing, hearing any V2K. I, okay. I also get, I also get hit with, 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 I get shock, I get shocks in my head and I wake up in the morning with cuts on my, different parts of my face and I get, I get, I get, you know, I get, I get a lot of stuff, I get a lot of harassments. Um, and, um. After a while, you just realize uh, I'm not the only one. I think thinking I'm not the only one helps a lot. It kind of, it kind of breaks the severe trauma off. It, it kind of uh, tones the trauma down a couple, uh, um, couple, uh, couple of decibels because uh, I, I, I think the fear comes from when uh, believing you're the only one that this is happening to, or feeling so isolated from other people that are going through similar things uh, that you are. I think that's where a lot of the uh, fear comes from. And so these phone calls, definitely conference calls, definitely break up the fear. Uh, I think it really, it really diffuses the fear. Uh, and, 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 and it's said that fear uh, underlies the anger, really, when you get angry. Because anger is a red hot emotion. It happens really instantaneously. Uh, and uh, really, under that is fear. Uh, I, th I think I think mostly it's fear. And a lot of times I realize that I'm f afraid, and that's why I'm, I'm I, I, you know, I get angry because I'm really afraid. And then I can feel my body really tight. My body's really tight, and uh, that's not good because that's stressing the body is, uh, can cause a lot of diseases. You know, so it's, uh, I know it's really good for me to be mindful. Once again, mindfulness comes in here. To be mindful of uh, where I'm tight in my body. Uh, usually it's in my chest and usually in my upper back, in my neck area, in my shoulders. And uh, I try to go in there. I try to remember to go in there and to feel it. 
And so it's, it's, it's counter to what the culture says. The culture says people to run away from all these unpleasant feelings, all these, uh, all these painful feelings, run away. Don't, don't feel it. Just run away and, and stuff. But, but mindfulness says to be right there with it, open up to it. And then, you'll, uh, then I notice that it, it releases a bit, you know, and uh, I've been able to let go of some of that tension in my, you know, in my body. And it's a process, and then, and then all of a sudden, all the, all the mental stuff kind of goes away. All that fear will go, will go away, and all the anger will go away. And then sadness, too. I mean, hell, you know, how can, how can I, I and all of us not be sad about about what's going on? This is really harsh stuff. I mean, who, who ever thought? This wasn't written in any books that this was going to happen to people. I mean, who knew? Who knew? Like, we know about the Holocaust. We know about other, other, you know, um, uh, cataclysmic things that happened in history. But no one ever wrote about this stuff. I mean, so this, this is really, <laughs> uh, this is really over the top stuff. And so, uh, so to, to cope with it, you know, I, I think these conference calls are, are, are key. And, um, you know, I, I just, I just, just, just the best thing is the conference calls and to, uh, and to connect with each other and uh, to do activism. Uh, your activism for me was, was to start, start the Portland group over a year ago. I wanted to do something. I, I wanted to, I wanted to uh, reach out to other TIs in the area. And, uh, you know, you know my, my, my natural reaction was to want to help people, uh, you know, because by helping other people, I help myself. It's, and, and, and it's not, it's, it's not a selfish endeavor. It's um, just the way it is. You know, you help other people, you help yourself at the same time. Um, and um, so, and, and it really works. And I, I really encourage um, people in our community to start a support group in their, in their area, in their town, in their city. And it's just to, just to find out TIs. I'm sure there's TIs, particularly in the, in the larger cities. Uh, who would love to meet in person? I, I mean, we, we, we all meet on the phone here every night, every day of the week, but we don't meet face to face. Most of us. So I think I think it's just uh, it really works. It really works. So, 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 so if anybody wants to start a support group and they have any questions, you can contact me, uh, Amy, nine seven one two zero seven three four zero one. Okay, that's good. Can you say that again a little bit slower so people can write it down? Yeah. This is for sure. let me just this is for suggestions on how to start a local support group. Go ahead, Amy. Uh it's nine seven one two oh seven three four zero one. And my name's Amy. Thank you, Amy. I'm gonna move on to some more people now. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. California, Hello? you're unmuted. California, you're unmuted. Hi, Sumaya, it's Linda. Hi, Linda, and how are you? I'm. I would like to find out. I, I don't want to. Um, I need to, to. Okay, a couple things. The last few nights I've been on the call, my perps actually knocked me out like five minutes after the call started. Just uh-huh. like totally knocked me out for like four hours straight, and my situation is worse. I don't want to talk too much with everybody on the call, but I do want to talk with some people at the end of the call, and I'm going to try to make sure I don't get knocked down. 
them. I I feel like I need to. I I, I voiced um, yesterday or a couple days ago on the call before they knocked me out that I'm afraid that they're going to abduct me. They've done that before in person. You know, they've taken me. Mm. And um, but there's some stuff going on that I'm really scared about. And I want to. I need to. I'd like to talk to you and a couple other people. Oh, well, you're saying what, you're saying they knocked you out like in the brain. They hit you in the head. No, I mean they they can give me a frequency frequency that caused me to fall asleep. You know, into a deep sleep, oh. like in about three seconds. I oh. know a couple of the people you know have that get that frequency. I've heard them talk mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think somebody talks about it as beta waves or some, whatever it is. They can put they can knock me out really fast. But I, I wanted beta to. Waves. Theta, I wanted, pH. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, oh, fade waves, okay. It's like beta waves, well, it just tells us, you know, the rest of the people, beta is like your active doing state, alpha okay. is your, your relaxed aware state, theta is entering into dream state, and delta is deep sleep state. So those okay. are the four main brainwave levels. For anybody who's wondering, um, it it, it sounds you think that alpha is the up and going one, but it's really the beta state that is the one that you're out and doing things. Um, okay. So what you you know you need to do a little more shielding around your head, and that's that goes for everyone. You know they they like to hit the head. You know that's their favorite thing. Um, trying to unmute a couple people here. Um, so you you need to work on that shielding that we talked about in the past because uh-huh. not only are you trying to stay awake, but you're trying to modify the frequencies so that you can still function. You right. know? And right. we're we're not bigger or stronger than these weapons. So you have to use the shielding. So practice that. I don't think that any more advice is going to help at this point until you get to the point where you know what what materials are going to uh, be effective in your situation, your particular situation. It's not the same for everyone. The different materials for different frequencies, you have to do trial and error and be scientific about it. And I think you have that ability. uh, Yeah, I've been, right now, like I have, I have three different EMF less hats, and then Joe talked mm-hmm. about. Um, I also do a rubber thing, and um, and then I I then Joe had talked about um, like a salad bowl shape over over areas where there's ultrasound, and I know they yeah. use ultrasound on me, so I got a metal thing that helps some. So I I kind of can use all of those things. Um, yeah. But I I am. Um, what I wanted to say, just a, a couple things real quick before, is if you know NLP, and I didn't know that you knew NLP or I would have called you a long time ago, maybe you can talk a little bit about that sometime on a call. Yeah. And um, and just focus on that because I know that you, they're doing, they've done so much programming on me. I mean, like so much extensive programming, hours and hours a day mm-hmm. on me for, for almost three years. And uh, when I talked to a deep programmer, he was like, he he could tell by his remote viewing of me that they had like massively reprogrammed me. And he said it's not yeah. active; it's not all of us active. And um, so it would be good maybe if, if we could understand more about how to deal with that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Um, I'm glad somebody asked me about that it, because it just has to do with how words, just the basic bottom line of it is how words affect you, how they affect your perception and cognition of events, how you interpret events, and how you react to them. So even right. in one sentence, it sounds complicated, but where it comes down to our particular situation, I didn't prepare anything just now, but um, what what you have to do is just be aware, be mindful is the word, be mindful and aware of how your thoughts are being repeated and which ones make you feel good and which ones make you feel bad. And if you notice which ones make you feel good, move in that direction. And the Uh ones that are negative programming, try to move away. Now, in our situation, a lot of projections are being forced upon us, acoustic projections, synthetic telepathy, and subliminals. So we have to be very aware. I mean, we are in this, we're in this accelerated training of ourselves and uh, our collective minds because of this situation, but it's going to make us really good at it. So what you need to do is just pay attention to the words and how you describe your situation Uh and try to stay away from anything that makes you or the others feel worse than Mm -hmm. they already do. And try to stay productive and I'll be happy to set up something where I can, you know, go over some principles, but I don't know if Shelly wanted me to do that on her call or not. I'm going to see if I can find oh, yeah. a link while, while we're yeah, talking. I didn't, I didn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean tonight. I mean just on one of the calls okay. or on your call yeah. or something. And sure. um, And I guess one of the things that I'm feeling like right now is there's a lot of stuff happening that is like really extreme like my targeting always been really extreme and really brutal and um and it and it's actually they have me hooked up to a virtual reality thing where they're doing something to me to actually make the body be able to take more suffering like they're they're stretching me in some way in which they can even put more suffering and more pain into me and like I woke up this morning I looked 5 years older than I did yesterday I and know, I looked like I you know, 20 years older, or actually totally, I look like I'm about 75 now. I mean, I'm 48, so I'm not, you know, it's not like I'm 26, but um, they're doing something with my body to so that they can put even more pain and more terror into it. Well, and, that's uh, what they do. The program uh, is designed to increase whatever your tolerance is. They increase your tolerance to you know, abuse, harassment, stalking, and then they stretch you some more, and then they try to push it even more. So um, I'm just, you know, I'm not saying that your program is any different than anybody else's. They always increase and they always repeat. So just be prepared, and that means you're going to get more shielding, more managed coping skills and everything else. So... Uh, by the way, I posted um, a Daily Word affirmations link in the chat. I just happened to have that, but I'm going to look for one. Of, I'm going to look for an NLP link to share, and maybe we can use that at some point later in the okay. world. So but I yeah, would also try to just yeah. be aware of how you language it. You're not alone in 
in your suffering. You're just new to it, so it takes you by surprise. And uh, more the, the new people are always shocked and, you know, very reactive, I, and that's how they want you. Yeah, no, I, I realize that, but I, I, I also know that I'm used to being put through 20 hours of torture a day, and I know the other TIs aren't getting 20 hours of torture a day, and I've had this for a year and a half, that many hours a day of torture because I don't, because of whatever, their mind's a revenge situation, not a not an experiment. And um, I'm just, I'm feeling like right now, maybe I, I need to get to some other TIs who can, um, I'm I'm concerned about what's what's happening right now to me, so I'm thinking I want to get some place where there's some people that can watch what's happening or or something, and I'm not I'm isolated right now. I'm isolated. I'd come out to see uh, Dave so that I would feel like there was somebody near me, you know, and also to find out more about the technology, which he did help me. That was really good. It would be good if he could talk about the VR portion. And I know Ty- Tyrone and I both share the fact that we're remote controlled in a, to a, a huge in a huge way where they can just take over in a moment and control everything. And um, it would be and I have talked to Tyrone about the virtual reality part of it, and he's like, that is just that can just totally wipe you out. And that's my experience too. It would be good if we understood more about that. And and um, I've wondered if maybe. I need to get a virtual reality system myself, you know, to try to combat what I'm getting. Like, could I possibly override it? I don't know. But that part of it, when they hooked, up, hooked me up to virtual reality and then every day I wake up into a different reality, um, literally, you know, different colors, different, it's like a different set of diseases, a different set of um, poisons, etc. Like, just every day it's just sick, sickness redefined, like some kind of, whatever it is that they're doing. Um, I didn't really understand what was happening. So anyways, at some point it would be good. Dave, David uh, Voigt helped me understand a little bit more about what they're doing with augmented uh, reality, virtual reality. And I didn't know that that's something that you can read about on the Internet now. Like you can go buy augmented virtual reality. That's what they're doing to us. And... Um, well, they're not doing yeah. it to everyone. No, they're not doing it to everyone. They're doing it to okay. people who are who are receptive to it. It's okay. like if somebody's only receptive, it, they're, they're going to work with you on whatever your you know neural pathways are are going to perceive. So some people okay. like are very sensitive, and they pick uh-huh. up on little sounds and feelings and you know different levels of reality. But not everybody's operating there. And not everybody okay. is sensing those things. A lot of people just, you know, they don't respond to, like, psyops. They're just going to get beat up physically. Or if they okay. only, they, they don't notice the energy changing in their room, but they do notice all the cars following them, so they'll do more of that. And anyway, the, de- the design of the program will relate to how you react. And the less you react, the less of that they're going to do. So that's just a general rule. It's not a perfect rule. Um, Uh The more stressed out you get, the more they're going to do, you know, in that area of your life. And, you know, bottom line, like, you know, people like me who have a psychology background, their Uh psyops haven't worked out well on me. 
And so when I get hit, I get hit really hard physically. So, uh-huh. or they try to kim me and then hit me, you know. I get a lot of that. Um, they have been right. they've been trying to break me all week because they because Shelly texted me two days ago, can I do the call? And they've been beating me up ever since, and especially around yeah. my heart, which is a uh-huh. which is a death threat. I mean, you know, you right. put somebody on three or four sides of their heart, front and back, until you can't breathe. That's definitely a death threat. But I said, you know, I'm not going to let this change. You know, I could give up the call. This is not a problem. I'll give it to somebody else. But, you know, they, uh-huh. you know, they want to get to you any way they think is going to make you upset. Just remember that. And the less upset you get with what they're doing, then, um, then they'll maybe they'll change the program. But probably with your case. Uh, a lot of new people, they ch- they change it up enough that you want to, you know, they want to find out what's going to get to you, you know, what's going to make you the most stressed. Okay. And that's okay. what they're going to go with. So practice your detachment, you know. <laughs> Don't get, try not to be floored by every every little change. It's just, you know, the way you interpret it in your mind is going to have a lot to do with how you react. And the way you interpret it in your mind should come from some form of affirmation or some form of positive thinking that you remember working for you in the past. Uh Something like, you know, uh, God is in control or some, some quote from the Bible or some quote from one of your teachers or motivational speaker uh, something that helps you get through, like, this is only temporary, well, this too shall pass, you know, one old phrase that people have said, right. um, that kind of thing. So try to keep those things in mind, and you're doing, you're going to be all right. You're going to be fine. Don't worry. Well, I'm, my experience is um, that whenever I find something that works, they, they um, break it or they almost do a frequency cancellation. And I also feel like they're they're they they've uh done something with in this last week with my um with the brain human interface. I don't feel like I'm in, in my body at all. I feel like my voice is is put is being piped in through um through a, like a synthesized. I don't feel like it's my voice, it's not my intonations. So um it's not, you know, how I intonate words. And um, it's like somebody else is saying it, and it's coming out in my voice, but it's not me saying it. Yeah, it sounds I, like you need to get more grounded in general. Yeah. You're going to need yeah. to get grounded. You know, uh, we were talking before about <clears throat> how to handle the emotions, and uh, one of the really helpful things is to exercise, you know, uh-huh. get physical. I mean, I mentioned, you know, raking leaves, but... Stretching, yoga, um, swimming, taking walks in the woods, getting uh-huh. in touch with nature. All of those things are helpful in not only grounding, but also releasing the emotions and changing your mind. Changing your mind is a good thing in this situation. So, like, let's say you're feeling a lot of fear or anger or, you know, guilt or whatever, you know. You know, put on your sneakers and take a walk. 
take uh-huh. a deep breath and, you know, sit under a tree. If you don't have a lot of energy, um, you don't don't push yourself too hard. A lot of us are disabled. A lot of us have fatigue problems. Yeah. Yeah. But just do something. I'm not saying just to you. I'm talking to the whole room. That yeah. You do something little that just changes your frequency and lifts your spirits just a little bit, just a little bit at a time, and you'll see that a little bit can make a big difference in your life. Now, I have a couple other people. I'm going to open up the room to uh, Star 8, if you want to speak. Um, thank you. Thank you, Linda, for sharing. I'm sure you, you know, your your sharing is helping a a lot of other people as well. So, the the last thing, Sumaya, that I wanted to say is that I know at one time they were doing a call for extreme cases, and um, it would it would be good if maybe they restarted that again. And it was a private call, so that those people who are in an extreme situation, I think they had a, like a social worker on there and Derek was on there and a few other people. It would be good yeah. if there was a private call for people who are in an extreme situation where they can talk more openly without fear yeah. of So I'm just, you know, it's not a published thing. It's a good idea. Um, I think right now we're just trying to manage the calls as we have them because they're all the calls that we have are bringing in large numbers, larger than we had before. And maybe oh, good. We'll, what we'll see is, I'm just, you know, thinking down the road, what we might see is that these calls branch out into specialties. So maybe the, we'll get another shielding call going. Maybe we'll get, um, you know, something more for extreme cases. Maybe we'll do one that's a little more metaphysical, like mine, if I wanted to. Um, you know, it's, I think we might see these things branching off because once you hit the hundred uh, hundred people mark, you start getting you know a lot. I mean, there's so much variety that we're juggling here, and um, you know, plus the, every everyone who moderates the call gets abused pretty heavily. So we have to yeah, watch out that. for ourselves as well. You know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks so much for sharing. I'm glad you keep coming back because, um, you know, we will see your progress over time. Okay. All right. Bargain, you are unmuted. Anybody else? You can star eight if you want to speak. Oh, oh, so I just wanted to get unmuted in case I have something uh, uh, to contribute that's valuable. So I'll just mute myself for now if that's okay. All right. Sue? Yes. Can you hear me? Um, hi. I just wanted to admit, hi. I just wanted to mention one thing. This morning I was scared. I was hyper. I was doom and gloom. The worst is going to happen. You know, all that stuff. I've been waking up like that. I, I, I'm being hit, get, being get, I have been getting hit very hard lately, and I think that has something to do with my negativity. And I, and I talked to a friend. And it's amazing. When I talk to this friend, it, it's just like I felt like a different person. And I think if we can if we can change our frequencies that way by getting in touch with somebody that we know is supportive, you know, mm-hmm. for me, that works anyway. I just wanted to mention that to Linda. You know, if she can pick up the well, phone. Well, yeah, call. that helps for everybody. You yeah. know, it's always good to have a support system that yeah. you can trust. And um, I don't think it's because you're waking up with fear is because they want you to wake up with fear. Exactly. They 
they're putting frequencies on you to give you anxiety while you're asleep and you wake up and you're like, what am I scared about? Did something just happen? But it's a frequency. And you're right, nothing has changed. But all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. my whole experience of it has changed and very negative. Mm -hmm. And then I raise my frequencies and bam, I don't even feel that. It's so bizarre. But it works. You know, all those things that you suggested I think work. You know, and music, Mm -hmm. uplifting music that gets your vibes going. To me, that works. Anyway, I just wanted to suggest that. Okay. That's excellent. Yeah. And um, we do we do have control a little bit. Not We don't have control over the big picture, maybe. Right. But if you have a support system, you have a couple of people, if you can write it down, mm-hmm. you know, look at the patterns, um, and you know, X out what you don't want to believe. Mm-hmm. And Good idea. And circle and highlight what you do because, you know, this the 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 neuro linguistics of this program you can do something with i mean you if you don't like the words you're hearing in your head, substitute them yeah. if you have fear if you're thinking like well, just give us an example because I think what you're going through is going to be generalized in this group. Give us a phrase or something that you think to yourself when you wake up in fear well, I wake up in fear about um well, you, about that every, every, they're going to take everything from me. They've taken a lot, and I'm hanging on like a you know, banshee for, with, you know, with my other assets that I don't want to be taken from me, and I wake up fearing that. You know, that's one of my Okay, fears. so let's mm-hmm. change that, okay? Mm-hmm. The, first, the, the belief coming from that phrase, they're going to take everything, mm-hmm. change it. Rewrite that for me, just in front of everybody, because it's uh, not okay. Not they common. Can, they can't have everything. They don't get if. Well, two things. A, they don't get to take everything from me. I think I can say that to myself. I'm not sure I'll believe mm-hmm. it. But um, what else was I thinking? If I was going to be a bag lady, I would have been a bag lady by now, so I can stop being frightened of it. Okay, that's two rewrites I can do. But I don't. I don't know do how. Do you believe that? Do you believe those? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, I mm-hmm. do believe that if I was going, if I was going to be living in the streets, it would have happened by now. Mhm. Um, okay. Well, and and they can't take everything from you. It's, I mean, if they take money or house or mm-hmm. your, uh, your career, mhm, it's still not everything. There's mm-hmm. still, you know. Yeah, I have my heart. I have God. I have. Um, puppies, you know, that I love. They've been hurting your my soul, puppies lately, too. Your memories? Well, they can take some memories, but not everything. They sure can. And they can take your pictures, which is part of your memories, and I think that's why they mm-hmm. do take our pictures. You know, they do, when we look at them, we can recall who we really are, and they don't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why those things disappear. But, and they can't take my son from me. You know, my son, who I dearly love. They can't mm-hmm. take everything. You're right. Mm-hmm. And I can't take my memories no. of my husband, who, as you know, yeah. I dearly, dearly loved and still do, you know. And they can't take him away because he's with you whenever you think of him. Yes. He's yes. with you, and, you know, he's in a whole other realm that they don't have access to. I know, and thank God, because mm-hmm. I think he was targeted. And mm-hmm. there are too many signs, as I now know targeting to be, there are too many signs that point towards the fact that he was also targeted by, I think, his partner. And the same guy is 
that put me on the list. Um, and I and I'm so glad he was able to move on. You know, God bless him. I mean, yeah. In some way, I think he wanted to go because he knew on some level he was a target and he couldn't get out of it. And he did move on. And um, you're right. You're right. Thank you for saying that. I'm gonna cry. That makes me ah, makes me happy for him. You know. Thank you, Sabaya. You are such you're an insightful welcome. person. You just you just amaze me. Thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for saying that and for sharing and being so honest. Yeah. Because, um, like Amy was saying before, if you're honest with your feelings and acknowledge them, yeah. they're okay. You're yeah. allowed to be sad. You're allowed to have the whole rainbow of feelings that is part of being human. And think, uh, there's nothing to be ashamed of. No, I think, and that's and the only when we feel ashamed of our feelings or try to put them, you know, get rid of them or not feel them, that's when they get really big, you know, the the feelings that make us uncomfortable. And if we just, if we know it's okay to have them and we just let them be and then we move on, that works, right. I think, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And the only mistake that I see in the targeted community is, like, if they feel anger, they feel like they have to be, angry all the time to get rid of it like mm-hmm. venting say i want to i just want to put a little caution on the venting aspect of the anger because the venting can sometimes get you in more trouble if it doesn't end like they go on and on repeating themselves but you said this but what did you mean that and i feel this and why you know i'm still mad about something that happened three years ago yeah. in the targeted community please yeah. It doesn't help to revent a hundred times a year. It doesn't. It just really all that does is reinforce it and make you feel like lousy and makes you lose friends. And be so, on a hamster wheel. You know, you go around yeah. and around and around and it goes nowhere but around again. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So there is a healthy amount of venting and then like you said, time to move on. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Be productive with it. Yeah. Um and sometimes you have to say, you know, this isn't real anger. Um, what I'm feeling, and I'm just saying, sometimes it's frequencies only. They're just frequencies. It's just energy. It's just energy at a, a higher or a lower or a middle range or sub, you know, subliminal range or it's some other range. You know, it's whatever they want to do to you that day <clears throat> just to mess with you. Sometimes the venting feels good, but but also it's it's. I mean, is it serving? How is it serving us? You know, is it serving us mm-hmm. right now today to to be angry over? You know, to be angry? No, it's not serving us at all. It's keeping us way down where they are, and we we can't yeah. stay there. You know. And in a community where we need to be supportive of one another, it's actually dangerous to be isolating yourself through that. Like. Mm-hmm blaming other people and getting yourself locked in and saying, I don't need anybody. And then what happens? You get targeted even more because we need each other to get through. Mm-hmm. We really do. Right. And you, if you keep venting at your friends and family and they don't understand, they're going to isolate away from you too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're going to reject it. They're going to reject what you're saying. They may still love you. They They may still want to help you, but they may not know what to do about it. And so what they end up doing is just kind of shutting down and not engaging with that 
making you feel like alone again. Yeah, true. Thank you. Good. Yeah, well, I, I don't say it to you. I'm speaking to the whole group. I know. But it's a, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want anybody to take, don't take it too personally, you know. Yeah. Oregon, you're unmuted. Want to join in with this? Oregon? Is that Ella? No? All right. Um, so Hi, yeah. Sue. Um, Hi, so you're talking to you talking to me. I don't know if that was I don't know if that was unmuted or not. No. Uh, well, There's I muted myself. Argument. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, well, no, I was thinking about what you're saying, and uh, you know, I remember a long time ago I took the Elizabeth Kubler-Ross um, externalization workshop when she was still alive. She had a a huge farm in Virginia. And she worked with deaf and dying. She wrote a lot of books. She was like the mother of uh, of deaf and dying in the 60s, 70s, and the 80s. And um, uh, so anyway, she used to have a, a workshop that was one week to for people that lost people to suicide, homicide, uh, just major losses in life. There's a lot of people grieving really deeply. And I went to the workshop because I had my share of grief uh, in my in my life way prior to the targeting. And um, so I went, and uh, basically she uh, we were taught how to um, externalize our anger on pillows, hidden pillows. And we'd work with a partner, uh, someone to kind of watch that we didn't freak out or anything or lose control of our of our bodies or anything or lose control of our minds for that matter. And uh, so we just, everybody screaming and yelling at the pillow. Everyone had their chance to go up front, and we all watched, we all observed what they were going through. And uh, a lot of it was very shocking to my system to see uh, the torment people went through in their lives, just a natural life, just uh, just before all this crap started happening to all of us, you know, or, you know, life life just did life, you know, you know shit happened, you know, uh, major losses in life of dear ones, of, 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 of limbs, of all kinds of, you know, you know, horrible things. And so got to watch that and... Uh, and it was actually healing to watch people externalize their grief through anger. Because, once again, I, I, I thought, I, I kind of, I didn't think I was the only one went through hell, you know. And, and, and even they were going through egregious, egregious harassment. I mean, I mean enormous, I mean, over-the-top, extreme, it's, it's still, it's still, we could, still I can hold it in the context. Um, I've learned they have to, over 12 years of getting targeting, so I can still, after all these years, I can start coming back to who I was before, even though the targeting has gotten worse, I could, I, through the understanding and the education, all the information, all the support, and all the friendships, I could start coming back to who I was, you know, say 15 years ago or 20 years ago, and still and still realize that hey, I'm a beautiful being, you know, and I deserve I deserve love. I still deserve a healthy relationship with myself and a healthy relationship with others. And even though there's a lot of uh, you know uh, obstacles in my way because of the enemy, because of the perps, uh, I, this makes it more difficult and challenging. And I could just keep on. Be, I could be relentless and keep on moving through it until I get what I want. So it's, it's so it, it makes life actually uh, more of an obstacle course. But it, uh, but but as a result, I, I feel like I'm returning to more of my. 
humanity. I'm returning to be more, being more of a super, a super woman, uh, more of a strong, courageous woman, uh, which is what the God wanted me to be. And so, uh, so actually, um, you know, if I hold it in that context, um, it's not. It kind of lessens, uh, kind of lessens how how horrendous this all is for me. If I'm making any sense, Sue, so I don't know if that's clear or not. Hello. I I, I, yeah. I went to I went to one of Elizabeth's workshops too, and mm-hmm. uh, it it would. It was in, it was interesting and very relieving. Did you hit that pillow with a with a water hose? Uh, I think I think we used some kind of bat. If I'm not mis- some kind of a uh, uh, plastic bat was it? <laughs> uh, we used water. Not, I, yeah. No, oh, I, okay. No. Well, well, it, it was it was when she retired and she happened to be around her farm, and yeah. so she came she came in for like an afternoon session for a couple hours. That was that was the only time she appeared, and she was talking about her strokes and how every time she had a stroke, she she couldn't wait to get out so she could smoke a cigarette. Yeah. You know, she was you know she was defying all the odds, and she, she's an MD, you know. So this goes to show you that if people do what they want to do, no matter. No matter what, who they are or what kind of profession they're in, they, they just they have their own. They have their own way about how to go, how to do things. So, um, uh, yeah. Well, well, she's quite the character, though. She, she's really something. Uh, yeah. I really liked her. Yeah. Really liked her. Lady. I didn't I know she passed away. I, yeah. I thought she was still around. Mm-mm. When did that happen? Well, she passed ago. away. She, she, she was living. She was living in Arizona, I believe it was. Um, uh, somewhere, somewhere in the remote desert of Arizona, where there wasn't a lot of people around, she was living alone, I think, and she had a son nearby, and a son would look after her, and she just passed away. She just, she knew she was dying, and uh, she had the, her loved ones by her side when she when she died. Uh, but uh, it, 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 was, it took its course. It took a while for her to leave her body, and uh, she she was very well prepared. I mean, she was the you know she was the um, you know, the pioneer of of, of the death and dying movement pretty much. And so uh, you know so she you know I, I just kind of, so yes yeah, so I think it was around 15 years ago. Is that right? Uh, I think it was some years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, her her thing. And and I went to used to go to a therapist that worked with her too. Um, but yeah. their thing was to get the physical dam the physic you know, the stress out of your body by being yeah. in a lot of those pillows. That's true. that's right. Yeah, to to relieve you know, relieve the stress. That yeah. was cool. Yeah. But but unfortunately going on and on, you know, the stress or the anger creates more stress I think. If you don't Well yeah. Yeah, that's what I learned. That's what I learned much later on when I started uh, getting into vipassana meditation, which which is mindfulness meditation. Uh, we were all taught that um, if you if you do that with your anger, if you hit a pillow, um, that actually it could it could accentuate the anger and, and prolong the anger even longer. Yeah. So. And that's when they were and they were teaching not to not to push away your anger by hitting the pillow. You're really you're really pushing away the anger. You're really you're really kind of kind of amping it up and, and, and you're feeding it. But by just going into where your anger is in your body, yeah. you know, feeling that fire that's burning in your body, and just kind of giving it love and saying it's okay, it's okay to be there. Right. Right. You know, 
you know, it actually actually breaks up the the entrainment too because you're talking to yourself and, and you're kind of ignoring all the crap that's going on around you from from the, from the technology and you're just with yourself. You're not you're not paying attention to the perps. You're paying attention to yourself and giving your so that's feelings. That's very room. empowering. What? Giving your feelings it, room, I think, was the let them right. have their room, and when you when you let them have their room, then they go away. Or then they kind of disappear, mm-hmm. you know, it, mm-hmm. it, yeah. rather than holding them in, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I also found, I, uh, I'll i just say in, in contrast to that, and I do agree with working with the emotions, giving them space, um, but like before, um, you know, they they took my mother, my dog, I, I left my home, my career. I was doing a lot of grieving. And then I finally realized that this program wanted me to cry. I mean, I cried a lot. I screamed. I ranted in the woods. I traveled across country. I tried every place I could. And finally I said, I'm not running anymore. I'm not crying anymore. I'm going to turn around and be a spiritual warrior now because it's just a whole other attitude. I have hardly cried this year at all. Because I decided that it wasn't making me feel any better. Yeah. And it was giving them something to do. It was giving them, like, you know, they think they got a check success on their on their list. Oh, look, we got her to do that. No, not anymore. I don't want to. See? Yeah. yeah. You let go, I think. Well, no, because they still, I still get attacked. Um, I still, they still try to do all the emotional games like they do to you, you know, mm-hmm. fear, anger, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. And I decided, no, I, I'm not going to go there. I mean, I've... there is a point where you can say to yourself, I'm not going to give myself uh, that much room for that emotion, which wasn't mine. It's huh. not mine. If it's not your feeling. Yeah then you don't have to experience it. You don't have to express it. You don't have to give them the pleasure of it. That's how this program changes people's minds. They think that they want to have control over you, hmm. and you can't give them that much leeway. You well, can't give them that much power. Now, that's interesting. You're right. If they're your feelings, okay, and hopefully we mm-hmm. can distinguish between them, but if they're your feelings, giving giving them room, I, you know, I think does mm-hmm. let them does help them go away, but if they're not your feelings, you're so right. Why give them any space at all, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're sitting in a chair and you're, for no reason at all, you're suddenly feeling afraid, uh-huh. where, did, where is that from? Where did exactly. that come from? You yep. have to go back before you react. And this is a, this is a thing for everybody. If you're, if you're taking a moment just to go in through your mind, through your feelings, was it mine in the first place? Was, you know, typing on a keyboard making me afraid? I don't think so. It was probably frequency. Um, If you're sitting there drinking coffee, like I've heard Neil say, he's sitting there drinking coffee, he's working on a project, and suddenly a feeling of rage comes over him and he throws the coffee and the cup and it breaks, and or he makes, you know, he destroys a guitar. And then he has to sit down and go, what did I do? What did I just do? It wasn't your anger. It wasn't your rage. It was a frequency of rage. 
And that's what we have to distinguish. Not many people in this world are going to the places that you are going to because right. you're gonna be you're gonna be experts in frequency when this is over. Yeah. Um yeah, I was, I was just, I, oh, the, I think the most one of the most important things you're you're you you are stressing and I think it's so true, we can we can change those frequencies. We can right. decide to do something else to to change them and raise our frequencies and that defeats their process. So if we can continue, because I can feel very happy for days, you know, and then wham, all of a sudden the fear hits, and it makes no sense because nothing has changed. It's just my view or my my perception. And if I change my perception by defeating their their purpose, well, you know, we do have power over what happens to us. You know, Mm -hmm. we we kind of feel powerless. We're not. It's hard to learn that, but we're not. We can change our frequencies. We can change our frequencies. Yeah. And um, as we talked about another time, that there is a scale, I think it's called the Hawkins scale, mm-hmm. and you can look it up and look at a chart. And I'll see, again, I can post that in the chat room, but it won't be for everybody who's uh, listening. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the chat, I'm going to post you a link of frequencies and their emotions. Now, let me get that, and then I can uh, talk on it a little bit more. Um, oh, I saved it somewhere else. Okay, let me just talk on it, and I don't want to have any dead space here. Um, basically, uh, the Hawkins scale goes from the highest level, which is like, you know, a Christ-like mm-hmm. ascended master, right? Then then it goes down to joy, then it goes down, and there's probably like 20 of them, but I'm just going to skip through a few. And joy and then love and, beside, and lower that, maybe gratitude and, and then courage and neutrality, and below that is maybe apathy, grief, anger, all the way down to shame. Right, maybe not exactly that order. I have to look at it again. Maybe Setsa, you can find that for me. Um, that if you're, let's say you're in a place of anger and rage, well, my suggestion is to turn it up a notch and move it towards courage, move it towards bravery. Don't sit in rage all the time. Try to move it forward, and that is raising your frequency. Let's say you're in a place of apathy, which can happen. You know, you're so beaten down. You're just like, I don't want to do anymore. I don't care. Nobody's going to help. This thing is, you know, we're all, I heard somebody say on the call, Ella's call last night when she was trying to get Curtis on. I heard somebody say, we're all going to hell anyway. Well, no. I'm sorry, I totally disagree with that. We are not all going to hell. And stop saying that to yourself and to everyone else because you can raise that frequency and start doing good. You really can. Thank you, Setsa. Uh, he's got, let me, I'm going to click on it, the Hawkins Scale of Vibes. <laughs> he calls it happy. It's in the thing called Happy Vibes. Let's take a look here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this is the one I posted last time, right? Um, But it's not in picture form. But it does outline some of the different levels that people will go through. 
And as I said before, uh, there's like 20 of them. And you can raise your frequency. So if you want to look that up, uh, happyvibes.net slash the dash Hawkins dash scale dot HTML. Or just do a search on the Hawkins scale. H-A-W-K-I-N-S. And take a look at that. And if you see you're in one place, just try to lift it up a little bit more. Just a little bit. This is really interesting. These are the frequencies that we're emitting when we're in these in these. Um, well, positions? as far as, yeah, as far as the, mm, let's say, the frequencies as we refer to them are much more electronic than the frequencies right. he's saying. Right. Uh, he's talking about a map of human consciousness, a scale of consciousness, which is um, uses a muscle testing technique called applied kinesiology, but it is not necessarily frequencies as we understand them. Right. You know? right. So I don't exactly go by the numbers <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Measurable is talking about measurable vibrations or logarithmic. Um, and I, I'd have to look a little bit more into the research. But it's, it's using muscle testing to give you positive and negative answers, right? Huh. Well, just take it from the, if you can imagine, the highest level would be like Christ. You know, can you be? more Christ-like. I mean, that, that would be the simplest way to, to visualize it. What would Jesus do? You've heard that, right? What would um, Jesus do in this situation? Well, it's a common phrase. Um, WWJD. What would Jesus do in this situation? And if you always try to attain to your highest level, if you can't be Christ, no problem. You're not expected to be exactly like him. But if you can use the examples of his life, of the life of the prophets, um, you know, or even great people that of our century, of our lifetime, like Mandela, who went through 20 years of false imprisonment. Um, you know, I always, I like to look at his movies or his biography movies and see, wow, him and it was his wife, what they went through just for a little bit of civil rights in South Africa. Oh, my God. And 27 years in horrible prison life, you know, for just doing the right thing. Uh, yeah. So you don't have to be Christ-like, but, hey, what would Mandela do in this situation? Now you could say that. Just I raise think, your frequency a little bit. That's what I think that's why really, this is a very interesting list. Very interesting. I like it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Are you looking at it now in the chat room? I, well, no, actually, no, I was actually, I went to the site. And, oh, okay, um, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love this kind of stuff. Um, it's interesting that shame, which I think is where they try to push this, shame is the lowest of, the lowest, um, of yeah. all of these levels and interestingly enough too it is it he says it is where the most thoughts of suicide are found from shame and that's exactly where they try to that's where they try to push me i don't know about everybody else but 
yeah. I get the same the same frequency a lot. And um and I have to remember, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not well, who I was. You know, not coincidentally, people who are recovering addicts also have a lot of shame mm-hmm. that they have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that is what sometimes gets them back into their habit, which is, you know, they can't deal with the world as they are. They don't think they're good enough. Why bother? Right? Yeah. And they go They'll back never be anything their... anyway kind of thing because that's they, what they were yeah. doing. Yeah. That's right. Well, all those you know, negative self-punishing um, words that come back out of shame yeah. and guilt. Uh-huh. Yes, next one up is guilt. Then guilt. It's also interesting is those who suffer from sexual abuse are often found here at the lowest shame level. And I think that's mm-hmm. very true, too. You know, yeah. people, people who are abused as kids and shamed, and then turned around and shamed for it, they don't, you know, they don't see a path out very easily. And the things that you talk about, Sue, are just so soothing, you know. And, then, I mean, I keep referring to that call when I was on your call and the the fact that I could sleep in the next day for the first time in months. Um, you have a you have a good way to contact the, the, this in, in, in people, I guess is what I'm saying. Oh, fear. Thank you. Yeah, fear is at 100 and... Fears up from grief. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Surprising. Hmm. Wow, this is interesting. Thank well, you. fear is a is an agitated place. Yes. Um, so it's a little bit higher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. Thank so you. let's see if we got a couple of I'm gonna take a look at the, the room again. Let's see what we got here. Okay. Couple people, Central Michigan, you are unmuted. Go ahead, Central Michigan. Okay, Central Colorado, you are unmuted. Um, this is Ter- I'm I'm listening to you guys. Um, I'm I'm just been harassed for four years now um when you how do you get into the chat room is it on online when you're um having a call yeah um well it's open right now so what you do is you go do you have a computer and internet yeah i do but i'm trying to get a new antivirus um on it because i've been hacked a little bit so i'm Mm -hmm. i'm i don't have it i'm using my phone right now Okay, well, when you, first of all, I don't know if you're going to find an antivirus that's going to combat this, but um, Um, you go in, you go to talkshoe.com, right, T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E, like a shoe that you wear, talkshoe.com, and then in the search bar, you type in the room number and whatever room number happens to be the going. Act. So, okay, the right? So this, number. Right? Like okay. tonight is 139-381 if you have internet. And then you, uh, if you can, sign in, get a, get yourself a handle. Mm-hmm. Then you can sign in and chat with everybody. And we've got more than 50 people right now. So, oh, do you really? I have, mm-hmm. I've been having trouble. Um, seems like I have... Kissing 
I don't know if you know about a lot of technical, but do you always have to have a chip? Or It seems as if it is like a chip, but it doesn't always have to be that way. Is that right or am I wrong? Well, according to our more technical savvy people, that chips aren't really necessary anymore. That was more like the old technology. Um, Now, because we have so many, so much uh, nanoparticles uh, floating in the air and our food and everything, that we're, everything is being tracked right now. Every animal that drinks the water, anybody who's under the chemtrails has already got tracking on them. So uh, you don't have to have uh, a little chip put in your behind your ear or in your arm anymore. Okay, because I've got my right ear is always hissing really, really loud. Um, Hissing? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's probably tinnitus. A lot of us have that. Okay. The type of tinnitus from the frequencies, yeah. I have had them try to put a signal straight through one ear and out the other, it's like really hurt. I've been using, do you guys have any, any, um, thing that I could do for that? I mean, I've been using earplugs because on Saturday, Mm -hmm. this last Saturday, they, they, um, it felt like they were killing my brain. I mean, it felt like I was getting my brain fried for almost five or six hours. I was driving around. Yeah, so. we, we, everybody's experimenting with shielding. Um, right. Uh, one of the things I like to use when I'm getting hit a lot is put a string of magnets, like um, hematite, magnetized hematite around my head as a headband. Or I will wear a ribbon cable, which would be two inches wide, and wear that okay. as a headband. And some people make hats or helmets. So you experiment with whatever, um, you know, material yeah, you have in hand. I've been using a swimming cap, and um, I did get a brain coat, and I did used to, I used to tape neonatum nat- magnets on my on my um, temples, but mm-hmm. they don't stay very well. No. No, yeah. and you want to have something that kind of looks like, almost normal like if you right. have, like as a female you can wear a headband on the inside of your headband now this is not going to cure the tinnitus but you're probably going to need like uh sets i put in the chat room dave case has put together the cd for anti-tinnitus um okay. which is like an electronic countermeasure of frequencies basically okay. it's a cd of frequencies but just going back to shielding for a moment, you can make a headband uh, on the inside of it. Like you can put some ribbon cables, some magnets, whatever, and hide it inside of a normal headband so you can wear that. Right. Or if you if you like to wear hats, you can put like Linkstat or some shielding materials on the top of it, you know, to kind of hide it and break some of, you know, nothing that we can do is really going to stop all this military stuff, but just to buffer it, you know, actually the word is attenuate. Basically, it's, you know, slowing it down a little bit. Right. Where do I get get the uh, ribbon cable and uh, what did Mm -hmm. you say, the link stat? 
uh, links to that. I don't have that um, number, but Neil on Sundays, Sunday night call, you can ask him about it. He actually got um, a bunch of it from Canada, and he was selling it to people who needed it. Um, Neil, call, do you know about it on Sunday nights? Yeah, I've, I've listened to okay. it sometimes. Okay, so 139-744, he knows a lot about Langstaff. And Ribbon Cable, actually I found a bunch of it at the thrift store that somebody was getting rid of. So um, I I took a whole bag of it, <laughs> and I don't use everything. I sent some to Karen. Uh, I've got some for my knees and I've got some are black, some are gray. The black ones I can wear outside because they look normal, you know. They look right. like regular things. Um, R- ribbon cable, yeah. what what exactly is ribbon cable and where could I purchase it? Um, you maybe go go to a Radio Shack type store. Um, I don't okay. know if they're still in business. And just ask the, uh, and try to get it as wide as you can. And basically it's a cable. You know, it's a wire, but it has, like, 20 tiny little wires all strung together, right? Okay. They're copper inside, and they're insulated with some kind of insulation, like plastic gray or something. Right. And um, get it long enough where you can wrap your head like a headband and use some, like, alligator clips. Right. If you want to, you can paint it. You know, change the color mm-hmm. of it if you don't like the electronic <laughs> gray or something. Right. Yeah. I think I've seen it um, before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now that you say something about it, I yeah, I donate a lot of time to Habitat for Humanity, and I, they get electronics in there. I think I've seen that kind of uh, radio. Yeah, that, um, that would be that good. You go to the old computer section and see if you mm-hmm. can get some of those. Because um, I don't know if they're using them in the modern laptops because everything is scaled down to such tiny little right. chips and wires. So mm-hmm. uh, I think you you might have to look at some of the bigger computers and see if they can be taken apart or something like that. I don't right. know. You'll just just look into it and see what you find. Can I okay. make a suggestion about the tinnitus, which is very annoying? Um, there's, a, there's a supplement called GH3 um, that a nutritionist who was on on Derek's call one time, this was months ago, um, suggested this, and I I bought it, and it, it is remarkable as to how it oh, cuts down on the tinnitus. You can get it. Well, you used to be able to get it on Amazon. If you, but they're out of it right now. If you just input um, in, in your in your Google, you know, if you Google, right. it, you just put in GH no space. GH3, all right. together. Is and it an oil or something? Or? No, it's it's a supplement. It's a, it's a capsule. And oh, okay. I take a few of them every night and unless I run out, which I have, and I've ordered six-month supply. But um, okay. it really is effective. I found it very effective. In fact, it was pretty much gone for quite a while. And then I think they oh, really? increased the frequency okay, cool. because it's back a little bit. But still, it's, it's very beneficial. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't yeah. tried that, but it's good to know that there is yeah. something that works. Yeah, quite effective too. That's the cool part, you know. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we, not everything works, but this this did seem. Yeah, good. I've had it for you know a long time. It it yeah. seems to have gotten worse. It's whenever they hit me in the in my right side of me. It seems like a lot of the 
but I've felt he's been on the right side. I don't know if they're just waiting to do the left side or what. <laughs> Me too. Well, right. I, right. I think right. it has to do with what are you a creative person? Um, yeah. Visual person? Yeah. Yeah. See, I think they're going with the dominant brain of the person. So if you're like an analytical type person, they'll go with the left brain more. On me, right. they switch off every other day because yeah. I'm a little bit ambidextrous. So that's yeah, one day it'll be the left, then the other will be the right, and they'll go back and forth between them. But people who are more logical, um, mechanical type people, they go with the left brain. And visual artists... Um, you know, uh, nurturers and healers, uh, they go with the right brain a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. That's you know, good questions for a lot of people. And we're going to move on because we've got a few other people who okay. are asking to be on mute. Now, thanks so much. I have one more question about have you guys um, um, uh, looked at satellite cameras? Does that work or not? Which kind? And what kind of light cameras? No, satellite jammer. Oh, satellite, satellite jammer? Oh. Oh, satellite signal much. jammer. It's a jammer Ooh. store. Ah, oh, well, you okay. can try it. Let us know. Yeah, they have radio frequency jammers and then GPS jammers. And I was just curious if anybody had looked at that. And if um, I didn't know what exactly what frequencies they used to do this, but... Um, I I have looked into it, and they do have them, but I don't know if it'd be covering the right frequencies or not. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I don't have the answer for that because I haven't used any myself. Um, yeah. And I think what happens, what I've heard on the calls, is that people who use jamming um you know, materials or, you know, signal generators and whatnot, they, you know, they'll get, like, certain levels of consumer-appropriate frequencies, but the military can go higher and lower than any of them. And as soon as they find out what frequency you're using, they'll just change their channel. That can happen within minutes or days. So you you try not to spend too much money on your experiments because you don't know how long they're going to last. And sometimes they just blow them up. You know, they don't right. like your, they don't like your equipment. They sometimes just fry them. So yeah, um, but you can try it. And if you if you can afford to experiment, let us know how it works and what, which uh, okay. channels and so forth. Yeah, thank you. Okay. And uh, you can stay on the call. I'm just I'm going to open up another person or two sure. to keep the conversation going. Okay. Um, let me just do a numbers check here. I'm getting curious because it's pretty full. So it's saying 64 people now, which is what I expected. Okay, um, moving down the list. Karen, you're on mute at Central Coast, California. Karen? Okay. No, Karen walks away from her, from her. Karen Karen walks away from her phone once in a while, but she's probably there. Okay. Well, we ask her again. Central Coast, California, you're on mute. Still there? Okay. 
we got Miss Central Michigan again. You're unmuted. Central Michigan. Okay. That was your third chance. <laughs> All right. You don't need to star eight if you're not going to speak. All right. Southeast Arizona, you're unmuted. Star eight only if you're going to speak. <laughs> I, uh, well, I, you know, I, I only get remote neural monitoring, so um, I, I just listen to what you guys say about the um, weapons. You know, because I don't know how to get rid of remote neural monitoring. I don't think we have that one yet because it's everyone. <laughs> everyone is being monitored. Everyone in the you world. Think with mm-hmm. remote neural monitoring? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's a lot. Well, yeah. What do you mean everybody in the world? Everybody's being monitored everywhere. All the phones, all the computers. Everything. You mean by the government? All the governments. All the governments that have, you know, access. But you don't have to take my word for it. Yeah, I don't, you know, I'm not, I know that they can see what I'm doing and, and know what I'm doing all the time. And it's almost like they're connected to me, um, neurally or, or just, now, have has anybody understood why I've got voice control? Um, that would happen. Are they also being part of the harassment, or are they harassers, or how does that work? Well, not everybody's. Everyone is monitored, but not everybody is getting harassed like we are. That's right. the difference. That's the big difference right there. Right. And the ones who are getting harassed are getting various forms, different styles, different um, patterns, you know, whatever. Right. Whatever uh, gets to them. So, Anne, uh, is that all you wanted to say? Did you want to share something else? Yeah, I, I was just, you know, I know some of it, it's thought to be, have happened through a government or, you know, like the government and some is private. Um, right. That's what I've heard. Uh, I don't know for sure. No, I don't know. Um, it's hard. I, what I would like to know is, you know, they, they keep telling me that I, they have equipment that's targeting me. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, yeah. They got equipment. So Google. when I vi- when I vibrate or when I um, feel the wave technology, it's all because they they're targeting me with equipment. Mhm. Most likely. So, do you guys know exactly how far away this equipment needs to be, or is this something that can be done from any location? It's a multiplex, yeah, it's a multiplex of delivery systems, plural, which can range from your neighbors 
to the cell towers in your town, to the radar from the airports, to the military bases and air bases, to the satellites, to the listening posts around the world, and they're all connected. So I've got, I know I've got a tower, like I'm on Green Mountain in Colorado and there's a tower right there with five different little towers all in a row. Yeah, so well, they're probably I, using that. They're probably using that. They keep saying it's satellite, but I don't know. Well, you they know. can move it around and triangulate. So, you know, right. what you could do is uh, maybe get a meter and look around, you know, use the meter to find out where your signals are coming from. Right. And there's some suggestions for that on these calls. I just don't happen to have all that How? What uh, kind of meter do they suggest? I've got a well, tri-field meter, and I. Yeah. it seems to be coming uh, like uh, from one end, like one corner of my apartment to the other. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's well, like northeast. So it could be they could be five miles away, or they could be my next door neighbor. They could be both, and yeah. it could be above you. Yeah. Or they could be five hundred miles away, or does it have to be closer than that? It it doesn't matter. They can triangulate and bounce signals a hundred different ways. Right. Okay. So. Um, but you can keep experimenting and see if you maybe shield that corner of your house. Right. And maybe attenuate some of that if you want to. You know, put up a bookshelf and fill it with books. Something like okay. that. Mm-hmm. What do you? What kind of meter will tell me mostly what what angle or what? I think you got it. I think the tri field is one of the ones that most people use. Um, so how do uh, I use? You know, I know when it, it spikes to different milligoss, but I don't know how to use, you know, I don't know how to tell what direction it's coming from. Okay, well, again, I would suggest you get on Neil's call on Sunday because he's a lot more technical than I am. Okay. And he can explain. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's a, it's a good question. It's just I don't have answers to that. Um, okay. Exactly. All right. All right, thanks so much for sharing. I'm going to open it up for a couple more people now. Okay, uh, so Southeast Arizona, did you have anything else you want to share? Um, No, I just wish I knew how to defeat the remote Miramar train. And do you know how far away they can be to read your minds? Well, like it's again, you know what we just said to the lady in Colorado. Um, it, it can be a number of different ways that the multiplex is operating around you, and it, it could be local, it could be far, it could be everything in between, because they're frequencies, you know, and they can bounce frequencies. Yeah, I think it's try- close. I I think it's my neighbor doing it. Well, it I could be. Yeah. And, you know, our neighbors do um, get involved or they have people move into your neighborhood. Right. Like a, rent, like a rental house or an apartment building, they'll, they'll have some people move in so they can have, you know, 
hands-on. Yep. So, yeah, yep. that, that's very I think possible. That, I think it's neighbor in this case. And okay. uh, it's such a violation. Oh, but, yeah. Huh? Everything that's happening to us is a violation of our human rights. Right. Although, on the other side of it, we are going to learn more, and we are learning more. And some people are fighting back, and some people are educating, and some people are healing, and, you know, some people are inventing, creating different inventions. So I think this, you know, one day we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, that'll be good. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay, we got a few more people. I'm going to open up another one or two and keep the conversation going. Northwest Ontario, you're unmuted. Northwest Ontario? Oh, hello there. Is this Sumaya? Yes, it is. Hi, this is Sherry from Ontario. How are you? Good, you. Nice to hear oh, your voice again. Oh, thank you. Um, I just uh, I uh, I I heard there was a couple of people on the call that I didn't recognize their voices, so I thought this mm-hmm. might be a nice time to uh, just reiterate what I've been doing for activism for anybody who doesn't know. Um, okay, great. I, Good. I um. I what I did is uh, I wrote my story down and uh, I sent a little information package to several different anonymous groups, about 15 in total, uh, mostly in Canada because that's where I am, a few in the United States and uh, one to France and one to India. Um, and uh, uh, the one of the anonymous groups took interest in it and they are going to be doing a video on remote neural monitoring which is uh, really great for us because they reach a lot of people and um, they know how to get uh, alternative media out to the mainstream public. So um, if anyone's interested in doing the same thing, it's the Facebook group called Anonymous York Region Toronto and GTA. So if you go to their page and you like them, you can get their posts and then you just message them through their page and uh, and it's uh, it would be nice for them to see uh, different perspectives and different stories and you know the fact that it happens to people all over and um, you know, um, like I don't experience everything, uh, but I have some experiences. So, you know, like they probably would like to know about all the experiences. Like for myself, for example, um, I don't get the microwave burns, but I know there's a lot of people who do. So, you know, different stories of how it's affected you and how it's affected your family and your life. Um so uh, if anybody is interested in doing that, that's something you can do right from your home as long as you have internet. And uh, what I also did is I sent a few um, articles and links uh, that I thought were interesting. And if you have um, information like that too, send it along because uh, every little bit helps. 
So, um, yeah, it's the anonymous York region, Toronto, and GTA on Facebook, if anybody would uh, like to participate in that. And that's pretty much it, and thank you. Well, that sounds really good. What are some of the things they have done? Do you know? Um, well, they're they're working on the video right now and gathering information because I don't think they knew about this before I uh, emailed them the information. And uh, I did this in March, um, shortly after my mother passed away. And uh, a a lot of this I'm doing for her um, because she knew how much I suffered and I know she would want this to end, not just for myself, but for everyone. So um, they're they're just learning themselves. So, um, you know, uh, when you send them the articles, you know, be descriptive and be patient because, you know, it's new people reading it. But, uh, you know, once they do put that video out, um, you know, I, I'm assuming every anonymous group will probably share it. And then sometimes the mainstream media picks up on it and um, then you might get an actual network uh, putting it on their news clip. Uh, so... I, I, I just think it's a really good opportunity, and, um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> that sounds really good. So you want to give that name again so they can, if they want to look it on their Facebook? Sure. More time. Sure. It's, okay, it's the Facebook. It's called Anonymous York Region Toronto and GTA. Okay, very good. Thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Okay, it's good for us to network with other groups, find out what they're doing. All right, I'm I'm looking at the line up here. Hang on. Okay, Central Coast, California, you're unmuted again. Yeah. Hi, I just wanted to say quickly, if the lady wants a directional meter for $7.99, you can buy a CC, as in Charlie Charlie, 308 with a plus sign behind it. For If you keep looking, you can find it cheaper and cheaper the more you look. And it does tell you what direction it's coming from. There's an antenna that's very sensitive and very directional. B, the word attenuate means to weaken. I'm done. Okay. Yep, the CC308 is one that people recommend. It's inexpensive and seems to do the job. And then if they break it, you can get another one. It's basically a Gauss meter. It measures magnetic field, which goes along with electrical magnetic field. So that's uh-huh. helpful. Yeah, okay. I had unmuted you earlier, but there was no answer, so I had to move on. Anything else uh, you want to talk about the frequencies we mentioned earlier? Beg your pardon? Did you want to share anything about the frequencies we were talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that little frequency chart. I get it out all the time, and I was reading the um, link that, or I was reading the link that was associated with uh, the Hawkins uh, state. Brought tears to my eyes. When you reach love, it's only in the level of reason you start to see yourself as a potential for the greater good of mankind. You'll have enough power to enter here. 
Here, this is at the love level. Here is where you start applying what was learned in your reasoning and you let the heart take over rather than the mind. You live by intuition. This is the level of charity, a selfless love that has no desire except for the welfare of those around them. Gandhi and Mother Teresa are examples of people who were living at this level. Only 0.4% of the world will ever reach it. That's not cool. Mm. Wow. That's on your thing. Do you have that? Do you have that list of like how many people do you influence with your heart at that level? I do, I do. It's right here. It's I took notes when I was listening to that video. It was really cool. At four hundred, see, at five hundred, which is love, the one I just read. uh, If a person were to meditate, concentrate, whatever they're supposed to do, you can influence seven hundred and fifty thousand people. At the next level, joy, which is five forty. Concentrating uh, at the next level, six hundred. You could, she mentioned, you could influence ten million people at the level which is peace, which you have to read on the website what that means. I can read it to you. But seven hundred is enlightenment, and you can influence supposedly seventy million people. So it is important everything you think, feel, and potentially do. It could reverberate throughout time for eternity. And you could affect thousands of people with one thing you do. It could, it could, it could be a chain reaction. Remember that. Mhm. That's right. And since we're working with energy, well, energy is being worked on us and through us. We also have energy, and we can transmit. Now, when we're transmitting love, we can affect a whole lot of people and animals and creatures and landscapes with our love on an unconscious or conscious level. And, you know, that is doing good for the world. That really is doing good. It's an energy. You're broadcasting love and you're doing something good. A good example of that is my mother who recently uh, passed away. And she, it turns out it was a a family trait. Her father had it. It was the Justo trait. And they would get around people or wounded animals or plants and everything revived itself. It was their energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, natural healers. We call yeah. that natural healers. They don't even know they're doing it. They don't even know they're doing it. They just love something and it seems to get better. Yeah. Mhm. That's how we can work that one. You gotta so love each other to not... make each other better. Yes. And this is the same thing, you know, Christians, if you're going to leave the, the room, let me just remind you that that's what Jesus did. So even though West Washington just hung up while you were speaking, um, I think you and I agree that the energy of love, the energy of Christ's light, which is also love, is something that we can use to heal each other. And it's not anti-Christian or anything. I just want to say that because I noticed somebody leave the room, and uh, it's really doing his work. It really. What would Jesus do in this situation? He would heal them. That's what he would do. He would lay his hands on them and make them feel better. If it was a dog or a cat or a hurt bird, or if it was another person sitting in a restaurant, you know, that's what he would do. I think uh, even just the consciousness alone laying of hands, just the consciousness, the will, the intent, the love is important. That itself can transmit itself wirelessly. You don't need to touch anybody. I think it's serious and I think it's real. 
And I think that love is nothing anyone of any religion can argue with, unless they're satanic. No, it's it. There's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't even matter what language you use it. Uh, it's love. I mean, it doesn't even have a language. So, whatever culture, whatever religion, should be basically the same. If you want to yeah, transmit, it's about, it's about selflessness, about caring yeah. about each other and loving each other, accepting each other, forgiving each other, forgiving ourselves for being imperfect, mm-hmm. forgiving the whole world for being influenced by this satanic technology that's invaded our consciousness and our lives. Mm-hmm. Forgive people, you, they, for they know not what they do. Christ was right on when he said that. They don't know what they're doing, a lot of them, I'm sure of it. Some are, and even the ones that are horribly taken over and blatantly perping you. I wonder how mind-controlled they are, too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's a question in my mind at this point. They are they are controlled. That's the point, and we don't really know to what degree. We don't know. We don't have that mm-hmm. knowledge. So it's our duty to kind of be forgiving, I think, really, to sit in non-judgment. One thing she said in that video that I thought was really excellent, I'd never heard it before, the most important thing you have to do is not judge. When you judge, it lowers your frequency. I guess we're not in a position to judge. We are here to be uh, neutral. One level above love is neutrality. Mm-hmm. It's bigger. Yeah, we're supposed to be neutral. We're supposed to be above judgment. It's hard for most of us to do. We all judge ourselves and each other, and we have to stop it and turn to the ultimate mm-hmm. love for guidance. <clears throat> the kahuna, yeah. the big Yahweh, you know, in the sky. That's the dude that gives you guidance, and you try to think in everything you think, do, feel, and say that you try to do the right thing in his eyes, at least make him proud, follow his word, do the right thing. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, and judgment is an area that's easily easy to slip into when you're being tortured, you know? It's like, oh... These people, you know, you hear yourself cursing at them, you know. No offense. I know everybody's suffering terribly, and I don't mean to offend anybody. But some people, not everyone, some people use their torture as an excuse for every behavior. Oh, I know. Well, we were talking about anger and repeating the venting aspect of it, and that's not healthy to just keep venting on people and taking your anger out on them because that's when you turn into a perp, you know. So you can't do that. Right. And also, we're not all going to hell, contrary to what somebody said on Ella's call last night. No, we're not. You have to make a choice, and that's why we're here with free will and choice, and we still have time before the end to move towards the light as long as we can. You know, As long as we can think about it, we can move that way. Well, better, than that is be, better than that is be the light. Each one oh, of yeah. you be the light. Generate the light from your own heart. Be the love. Mm-hmm. Be the kindness. Be the patience. Be the understanding. Be the healer. Each one of you. Turn to each other and heal each other. Mm-hmm. That will really foil them. If instead of turning yeah. on one another, we love each other and take care of each other and care about each other. It's not that hard to do. Nope. It's just a matter of, and when I say, if you can't be the light, which would be the highest, highest level like Christ, 
then you can at least move towards that, you know, up the scale, step by step. As long as you can move up the well, scale, nobody can really more. see the light. You know, nobody can be the big Kahuna light, right? No, I didn't mean to insinuate that. That would be sort of uh, sacrilegious, I guess. I guess what I meant to say was, yeah, mm-hmm. right, move towards it and try to imitate it and try to act like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Just to, to make it a little bit better for yourself and everyone around you going through hardship, then uh, be able to change your frequency than moving towards, you know, moving towards the light rather than the dark. That's the simplest paradigm. I mean, nothing is totally black and white in this world, but if you know what direction you're going in, that will help you a lot, you know. So you get to the fork in the road. So you take the dark side or the light side? Take the light side. That's the first answer. Then see what you can do with it. I think a lot of us get to this place where they wake up angry or afraid and they want to start cursing and doing damage and throwing coffee cups. Now, uh, you know, move towards the light and what would that tell you to do? You know, ask God, listen to music. Listen to music to change your frequency. That'll help. I think a lot of the abuse prevents us from also uh, uh, seeking out the truth, making phone calls. For example, I got charged four days for renting a car for three days, only because on the fourth day I returned it two minutes over the extended time. Oh, gosh. So I, I got on that bill. Yeah, yeah. So my bill was $500 for three days, right? Oh, so oh I thought my about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I thought about it, thought about it, thought about it. Because I called the guy today, and I said, you know, it will go a long way in public relations with me anyway. I'd be more inclined to use you again if you would refund me for that day you charged me for because I was two minutes over. And he said, of course I will. I'm so sorry for that. Not a big deal. He said, we will immediately credit that to your credit card. I just had to ask people, the biggest tragedy in the world is misunderstanding, not corrected. Don't assume anybody knows anything about you or what you're thinking. (laughs) You have to learn to open your mouth and politely and carefully try to word your thoughts. It's hard with this crap going on because we tend to add the wrong emotion sometimes or taint it the wrong way. But trying to be objective and talk to other people when things go wrong, which they do all the time in their lives, and not get frizzed out like I've done many times, which is a waste of time, is really important. Communication, it's the, the lack of which is a huge tragedy or can lead to huge tragedy. So try to practice that every day, even though you're beat down and beat up and invalidated and your phone calls are probably being captured by, uh, uh, what is that called, stingray, and some perp is answering it. Don't worry. Don't give up. They can't catch every call. I mean, sometimes I try 15 times before I get through and I get to somebody that will listen. <laughs> I just wanted to wow. share that with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good advice. Um, well, we've got a couple more people waiting, so um, I'm gonna, you can go on. Do you want to mute yourself on mic or should I do it over here? I'm going to open up a couple more. Okay. All right, California, you are unmuted. Hi, Sue. Hi. Hi. Um, Yeah, I agree with what you were saying about the frequencies and someone's own personal frequency. 
And I wanted to mm-hmm. ask you and anybody else in the room who'd like to answer what their opinion is on this, because about, um, I don't know, maybe a week ago, um, I've, I was thinking about uh, how you change frequencies drastically, not um, in a minor way, but in a major way. Um, and what I was thinking about is um, I've, know, I've known about this for probably 20 years. I didn't label it frequencies, but um, I don't know. I don't even remember what I called it or what I you know, thought at that time. But now I'm understanding that God has a frequency. Mm-hmm. And we have a frequency, and the Holy Spirit has a frequency. And that um, I actually went to church, Sue, uh, probably six months ago now, and I was wound up so tight in uh, mind control, it was unbelievable. I wouldn't, if anybody would have told me that this was possible, I wouldn't have believed it. I I wouldn't call them a liar. I'd just say, you know, i just... Have a, having a hard time getting it that this really could happen. So, um, at any rate, I went to a church service and just the building itself and the feeling. This is quite a while ago. The feeling that was inside the service, um, not the message. The music was great. I mean, the message was good. It was a very good message. But um, the end result was, and I'd never been there before. I sat there and I thought, gee, I feel a lot better. And then I walked outside and got in the car and I realized I had so much more clarity from that microwave fog. I wasn't out of it at all completely, but I was a step further ahead. And um, it was quite amazing to me that um, that could happen that way in such a simple it was such a simple thing and such like it, you know, just um, blended into everyday life that it was just amazing that that kind of a thing could happen. And I didn't, you know, I felt good during the service and I felt um, almost protected inside the building and I didn't know why. But um, when I got out in the car and I looked around the street, I realized, oh, my gosh, you know, there's a big fog that's lifted. And then I had a few more experiences like that. But um, what I wanted to say is a couple of things about witchcraft and mind control and isolation. Those three factors have to be at work because I've had um, other experiences after that. That wasn't the only one that helped lift this horrible horribly painful microwave um, mind control that I was under. So um, it's hard to explain to anybody. I mean, I spent two years deeply um, submerged in this because it was so close to me. It was so, you know, in the neighborhood or in the vicinity, and it was somebody, you know, that was paying a lot of attention to keeping me under um, so that's one thing, and I did know, like I said, about this 20 years ago, and um, I have never seen 
frequencies change in a person um, if they're severely isolated because witchcraft only works in uh, severe isolation. It doesn't, it's not any, that's why this program is so heavily dependent on this. Heavily. Because if you take any kind of an abuser, um, you know, just domestic violence, um, you know, um, what do you call them? Uh, Not even dysfunctional relationships, but toxic. Mm -hmm. There's always somebody who's being held hostage in a, you know, heavily toxic relationship. And... Um, it's like a hostage situation where you're being, and I'm, you know, speaking from my experiences, where um, it just doesn't work without isolation. And isolation, I'm just learning, you know, a lot about this um, horribleness of this program. Isolation can be just feeding somebody the wrong information. Where if everybody gets together that's around them, which I'm I'm speaking for myself, this has happened to me, and your circle, whoever these, you know, people are in your circle are all feeding you the wrong, me, the wrong information, then um, it's isolating because you're not able to break through. And just like someone, I think it was Karen was saying about uh, phone, or somebody about phone conversations being listened to and things like that. That was part of the isolation and the mind control was every time I called out and tried to call government offices to get information, tried to call DMV, wherever I tried to call, I was in a web, and it was a web of misinformation. And I even went to a government office today and even found out more about what misinformation I'd been given over the past 10 years. Uh-huh. And I didn't know it till today. And it's well, yeah. really hard to handle. You know, when you find out how badly you've been duped, and it's not just the phones, because the way it was, you know, back in the day when I had um, somebody breathing down my neck every moment of the day, um, if I would have driven to the government office and spoken to someone, I still wouldn't have gotten the information. It doesn't mean you're going to get right information just because you're face-to-face either. So um, it's, it's, it's all about witchcraft, mind control, and all that kind of stuff. So... Um, it's about entrapment. If you don't have the person entrapped through communications like mail, phones, and associations, and you're not getting the right information, I, that happened to me with attorneys. Everybody lied. Every one of them lied and told me misinformation. And they'd start telling you the truth, and you'd think, oh, this is good, you know, I'm... I'm getting the information I need. And then at the end of it, they twist it and tell you a totally wrong thing in the same conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, well, it, yeah. It, and propaganda is a huge part mm-hmm. of it because media propaganda through the radio started yeah. in the early part of the last century, World War One and Two, yeah. where they 
got people to believe certain things so they would donate, they would move this way, they'd get on the train, whatever. They'd get on the train, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the, yeah. the media is heavily controlled, and that's the, the propaganda machine is also the way that they, you know, keep people like, uh, say, if, you, if you're in a belief system, then it's easy to manipulate you inside of that box of beliefs, which is why I talk a lot about monitoring your own thoughts and what's keeping you in the box or not. And I say this in different calls and different words, how they're using um, your own beliefs to keep you hostage as well. So that's why we need Hold on, let me finish. That that's why we need these calls to exchange information so that we're not stuck in isolation, either physically or mentally, that we can exchange, you know, ideas and inventions and so forth to keep us afloat a little bit because um, they will use some of your beliefs against you. Let me give you an example. It's just a simple thing. If you think it's only your neighbor's, it's only the guy in the garage next door. They will continue the program of belief for you so that you don't expand your vision and awareness of the program. They will keep you believing that cover story that it's only the neighbor. And then you won't, you'll miss out on how widespread this is. So this is an example um, you know, however you got into the program, whatever the cover story is in your situation, that's what they're going to perpetuate as long as they can, for as long as you don't get new information about it. Yeah. Well, see, I've had meters personally for a long time. So um, I found out that one time I swore it was the neighbor next door. Now I know frequencies coming from his house. Other times, I thought, well, gee, it's not him. But, yeah, they they rotate things so that you really can't figure out this particular time which, which one it is. But I was um, surrounded by five houses. So I had one on each side, two behind me, and one in front. And then on the next street over from me, that was another cul-de-sac, there was um, a big red light pointing right at my front door. It's gone now. But there, um, I don't know, it's been gone since about the 20th of June, right about in that area is when it got taken down. Mm -hmm. um, But anyway, it was um, a big red light pointed right at this house. So I assume... Hold on. Do you have some machinery in your background that's no. going? Oh, oh, I just have a fan on. Oh, I hear that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hold hold on a minute. Let me see. Okay, thank you. Trying to keep a clean sound here. Is that any better? Yes, it is. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to say that, that I realized with the meters that um, behind me, uh, there were some years years ago. I'm talking about now. There were some very powerful, uh, unbelievably powerful um, military equipment. So I and then the guy next door on the driveway side uh, had his house and yard redone, and that was like an atomic um, 
uh, factory next door. So it was, you know, coming from a variety of different places. And then, um, so my meters and looking for the direction of things is um, has been very helpful. And um, there's still a lot of it I don't understand because I went to a government office today and got a microwave burn on my arm, which has been the same arm getting burned over and over. And I got burned on my face. So it was really weird because it was so quiet in there and so completely comfortable. And then all of a sudden I'm scratching and itching my arm and I'm thinking, what on earth was that? Because when these kinds of microwaves hit and burn, a visible burn and blisters, it's itchy because it just, you know, when it just happens. So I've learned that it does come from a variety of areas, and sometimes um, I get out of the house, and it's just as bad in the car, and I go into certain buildings, and it's even worse. So Mm -hmm. I realize that's not my neighbor doing that. It's not not only your neighbor, but that that is one of the prop locations, you know. Yeah, it it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, so so, I figured that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not saying that it's not your neighbors because it could. Oh, it is. Yeah. You have to keep all the options open. It could be, mm-hmm. it could be yeah. satellites. It could be helicopters. It could be drones. It could be, um, your your you know microwave oven in your house. I mean, you know, it could be yeah. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it all, and I agree. Everyone that you've mentioned, um, I've seen. And the other thing I wanted to say about tonight is. I had an unusual experience because mine during, I, it's on all night, and then when I wake up in the morning, it's blaring, screeching. And I tried breaking up pieces of um, styrofoam and sticking them in my ears. And one thing that um, helped a little bit to break the signal enough so that it wasn't screeching so loud was I took the thickest styrofoam in the house that was, I saved all the packing from computers and printers and things like that. And I put it behind my ears. I held it and put it behind, like on the left side first, and it did um, calm it down. It didn't stop it, but it did calm it down, and it broke the intensity of the signal. And then I do the other side, and that would break the intensity of the signal. So... Um, it's been getting, it's kind of like getting worse and worse and worse, and it's been um, almost like a pinpoint feeling of a fine, fine, pointy, freak, thin frequency that goes in my right ear, and it's just, um, I get earaches and everything, and I've had my ears bleeding before and internal bleeding and all this, you know, a lot going on. So anyway, um I got, it was really weird today, but I had this strange idea, and I put white vinegar into a spray bottle, because I was desperate, and I thought, well, sometimes with microwave things, um, this helps a little bit, so I sprayed (laughs) my ears, I smelled like a deli, but (laughs) like a salad or something, but I sprayed my ears and the inside of my ears, the outside of my ears, everything. Until they were dripping, and um, well, that's wow. funny. I mean, it's actually it's not a bad idea. Like, um, if you have okay, we know that water is a conductor, mm-hmm. and if you have water 
in a spray bottle. You can do this without smelling after. <laughs> you can just uh, mist yourself and mist your hair and the back of your neck, and you will get relief. Not only will it cool your skin, but it might absorb some of the frequencies in a pinch. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to fight back all the military-grade stuff, but you can get a little relief with um, water. And, of course, you can stand in a bathtub or lay down a one, and that will pull a lot of the frequencies out, too. Maybe you can you soak. See, the auditory nerves are not just inside the ear. They're all around right. the sides of your head. So if That's you can that. shield yeah. the whole head, like with, if you put headphones on with without them ha- um, plugged in, that would um, also buffer it. You know, I did try all of that. I did, you know, maybe four years ago or so, I tried everything. And I don't know um, what type of a problem I have, but all it, it almost created a worse problem because whatever I've got going on, it echoes inside my head. If I block it, like I've tried every kind of earplug, every try, I've had like four kinds of headphones, I tried it all, and it echoed and almost made it worse. And then I took them off and took the earplug, the rubber earplugs and swimming, bathing caps, every, everything, and it made it worse because it now blocked whatever was going on inside my head. So I had to let, take all that stuff off and let the frequencies come out, and it was, you know, less painful. And I think uh, that's ultrasonics. I think it yeah, has something um, to do with ultrasonics. Now, I don't know if they, you can actually trap the frequencies inside your head. I mean... It might be that you slowed the transmission out, but I don't know if you can trap them in or out. I mean, it's all. Yeah, I guess they could amplify. See, what they might do though is if you uh, if you put interference to their signals against their signals, they might amp it up, so it sounds like you got it trapped inside. They might amp it up, and they probably will. Most of the time, when you yeah. use a countermeasure or a shield, they will amp up. So, that's or move it general. to a different direction. Yeah, that's that too. You know, it, yeah, that's yeah. right. They can move it to the back of your head and drill through, like they've done to me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if I block the sides and they go through the back or the front or up the nose or whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, I, Christina, I, I want to give some other people a chance. Sure. Is there anything else you want to share right now? No, I just wanted to say um, about the spraying because I uh-huh. I have woken up. It, I think it, you know, somebody told me about it, and it really um, was a lifesaver because I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I'd think, oh my God, my scalp's being microwaved or whatever they're doing, it's on fire, and um, I'd spray it, and it was the only thing. There was nothing else that would work. So, like I said, today I tried um, spraying, and that mm-hmm. was amazing. It was yeah. different, very different. So, anyway, that's all I wanted to say was about that. Yeah. Actually, it's um, not a bad idea to mist your house because the moisture in the air will also attach to the frequencies or however that works. You can take a mister, just water, and mist your whole environment. 
and uh, that's like creating a cloud. And you you know clouds uh, do interfere with frequencies. Yeah. But only temporarily. Yeah, well, I have okay. a lot of water here and humidity, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, well, thanks for sharing those things. That's sure. very helpful. Glad to hear you're still around. Yep. Okay, the other California, you're unmuted. Hello? The other California, you're unmuted. Oh, Sue, it's it's Linda, and I'm just wanting to stay unmuted because sometimes my perps don't allow me to get back on the call, so I don't need to say anything till others are done. But I, I just I just want to keep the channel clear if that's possible. I can't really do that on this call. There's too many people um, at the moment, so okay. it's not a small call. But okay, thanks. Can, can you just can you just come come back and check on me then later towards when everyone has talked, just to make sure I'm okay. Uh, I can't. There's so many people on right now. Can okay. you just star eight if you have something? Because that's how we usually do it. All right. Just star eight if you have to talk. All right. Okay. The problem is, is that my perps block the star eight a lot on the call. That's why I was well, asking. I do see okay. the star eights. I just can't get to them all at once. You know. Okay. okay. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye. All right, Arizona, you are unmuted. Hello, hello, is this Ella? No, this is Sue. Oh, hi, Sue. I'm Flo in Arizona, and um, I have uh, some shielding and de-radiation techniques on a tight budget. I'm famous for tight budget (laughs) (laughs) de-radiation Anyway, uh, for the girl who sprays herself with vinegar, that's a good hint. But I have those 24 packs of bottled water stacked up all along my garage wall perpendicular on the inside and a few uh, stacked in the middle bedroom. I have three home harmonizers from Gia Wellness and one dirty electricity filter. I just bought a $90 silver mesh T-shirt that does not wash out. It's sprayed nylon. And, and I got that 2XL size just to wear over my own T-shirt and uh, the head net from Less EMF and the eye mask, the silver uh, uh, fabric eye mask. And those are great. I have the insoles, the magnetic insoles from E3 Magnetics. And I'm derating in my house. I have just two breakers on. I keep some soft white noise for the cat shelter. Uh, they were targeting my cats. Um, so now I hung up copper plating here and there where I thought my neighbor's smart meters were tasing me. I have the safe meter back. They tried to give me a Trojan horse meter last year, and I caught them, but they're still doing that. They give you a, 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 a taser meter that looks like an analog, so it's like a fake front. <laughs> I mean, what do they think of next? So then I had a directed energy weapon throw me down, uh, on my in my backyard here in South Scottsdale, the end of April, a DEW. I believe I got photographed. It's uh, 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 on line. There's so many DEWs. You could be a, a, from a ship. It could be a satellite. It could be a drone. It could be on a truck. 
so I'm pretty sure mine was a satellite because the, the corkscrew way it knocked me down. So I I uh, was smart enough and educated enough with Barry Trower and all the research I've been doing uh, to throw myself on my stomach. I was still in my pajamas and swiggle like a snake hurriedly to into my garage. So I survived it. But uh, three days later, a jogger near me was found dead in a beautiful park. And then there's the electric shock drownings. And I told the police officer last week, the city of Scottsdale, they said, Are you, were you in that heart study? I said, yeah, I never had a heart problem before being tased, being electrocuted for four and a half years. I said, this place has, has illegal Wi-Fi in that senior center near me. Those how so? I said 2.4 gigahertz is the same frequency as a military assault weapon. 2.4 gigahertz is 1,000 million, 2.4 billion cycles per second. Mm -hmm. So I did uh, cartoons, anti-smart meter cartoons on my uh, Facebook page. You can get them in my albums. You can use them for free. Uh, Flory Freshman on Facebook. Just don't friend me, but you can get those cartoons. Uh, they might be put on a billboard in Oklahoma. Oh, cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. Joe Esposito called me last week, the retired Marine in Oklahoma. I've been doing his cartoons for his We're Being Cooked articles since March. He's been doing it once a week for three years, and they still can't get the safe meter back, and they still use the electric chair. So he had me draw a cartoon with somebody in the electric chair quick cook, and then all of the smart devices and cell towers, slow cook, slow death, quick death, mm -hmm. slow death. I forgot. It's, it's printed. It's published. We're going to enter them in the uh, Pulitzer Prize this December, editorial with cartoon. Okay, so, so give us that. Uh, can you, hold on. Can you give us that Facebook again so people can look at your, um, yes. uh, and you're giving them free permission to use yes. your, Cartoons, if they're doing some flyers or if they want to put posters, whatever, whatever. they want, they want to color it in. It's, they're all black okay. and white. It's just uh, okay. free rights as is. Go with flow. So uh, as long as you don't change anything, you just use it. Or if you need to change something, call me and then I can okay something. You know. Mm -hmm. Okay, and it's to spell it out Lori. again for. Mm -hmm. Okay, F is in Frank, L-O-R-I-E, Flory, and then Freshman is in college. Freshman, it was uh, some long Polish name at one point, but they Americanized it to Freshman. So okay. that's F-R-E-S-H-M-A-N. And then you just uh, click on, I think, Albums, uh, and I think it's the, you'll see the black and white art. And just uh, mm -hmm. if you need any updates, just message me. I'm working on one now. Uh, that um, EMF Linda in California requested two weeks ago, and it's finally got finished today. And it's called Wi-Fi equals child endangerment. And I have these two kids holding up a sign with all the illnesses and where they can get it at school and this and that. And one says, Mommy, I feel mm -hmm. sick. And I have mm -hmm. lightning bolts everywhere. And then the other one I'm working on now, are, uh, it's not finished yet, is two children tied to a stake that's burning on fire, uh, but the stake is a cell tower. Oh, God, that's so harsh. I don't know if I would want to look That's harsh. Huh? It, I say it's that's true. harsh. I know, yeah. but it's true. That's what they, I originally had an adult in there 
but then it turned out into um, uh, uh, the uh, headline is something about also ch protecting children. So uh, I, but it's not finished. It, I may not feel that it's you know completed. But these are the actual facts of science and electricity. But good news with Norman Lamb, the adjuster for insurance company Lloyd's of London. Is, has a lawsuit, I believe, against a smart fire in New Mexico, against the light company, because the apartment building just a couple of weeks ago and a, uh, simultaneously a, a, a building in or a house in Kansas City and a building in Canada, all in the same week, all smart meter fires. So he has evidence because the electric uh, room was locked and only the electric company could, could get in there so when that smart meter prong caught uh, on fire, uh, uh, it was proven forensically without a shadow of a doubt that the smart meter caused the apartment building fire. So this is what's in the works. If you didn't hear about it, I can email that to you. Oh, okay. Um, so, so if they want to email you for that, what would they? Where would they write? Uh. uh Florisrena at gmail dot com or just message me with your email on Facebook. It's F L O R I S R E N A at Gmail dot com. F L O R I S R E N is the Nancy A. Floris, not Flores. Florisrena at Gmail dot com. And I have a dozen okay. documents I could send you, legal document that Joe Esposito sent me two weeks ago, mm -hmm. three weeks ago called the Naval Military Analysis of Microwave Irradiation on Humans, the 1971-72 to 72 study. The references are 100 pages, about 3,000 references. And wow. the body copy is five pages of illnesses, including liver dysfunction, which I didn't even know about, because the very afternoon that I got that document, that morning, I went to my herbalist. He said he took my six pulses and said, "I'm giving you a, a liver cleanse." But none of the symptoms I said I said anything about the liver. I was talking about my kidneys and my singing voice, and, and you know. But he gave me for the liver. And that afternoon, I read it on page five and the illnesses: liver inflammation, liver this. It goes by category: ocular, cardio, gastrointestinal, and lists all the illnesses that the radiation from the radar made people sick for a six-month study. So we have a legal document, and then we have another legal document, the contract for $50 million from the Air Force to General Dynamics to radiate whole animals and humans. So in case of war, they already know how to kill the enemy. And that's from 2013 to 2027. Well, so like I have they don't know how to do that yet? What? <laughs> like they don't like they don't know how to do yeah. that yet. Yeah, no, they're just trying to depopulate because the uh, the uh, uh, kings and queens and the hierarchy. It's about twenty people, and then once we capture them and charge them with treason and incarcerate them, then the whole shebang, the smart grid, will fall like a house of cards because it's all illegal and people are acting and not doing their jobs, not protecting the public, because they're scared. They'll lose their jobs. They'll be blacklisted. They'll lose their house because they have lose their benefit plan. So they're all entrenched in lying and playing dumb. It's called intentional ignorance, and this is deliberate genocide. Mm. So uh, I'm running for sheriff 
by the way, of uh, in, here in Arizona. Only a handful of people know about it because I just voted for myself yesterday. But uh, sheriff this is or Washington mayor? I most... thought you said. I thought mayor, you said you were sheriff. Well, uh, the mayor is in November, but yesterday's ballot was for the sheriff, the commissioner. I voted for myself. Justice of the peace. I voted and senator. So I voted for myself four times and a couple of other people, but the uh, <laughs> the mayor thing is going to be in uh, November, and then the so president. you have to be in law enforcement before you run for sheriff. Well, I I survived the nine one one, so I consider myself uh, and my parents survived Auschwitz, so I think that's law enforcement enough proof, and then the national uh-huh. emergency. But I am the president of the Women's Phoenix chapter of the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom that men can join as well. And we've been fighting for peace for 101 years internationally. So I put electrohypersensitivity on the map in January. They said, oh, you're the president, but you have to write this and this. We're looking for a historian. I said, you know what? You're telling me what to write. You be the president. They said, okay, okay, okay. So they put EHS on the map. It's been in every... Uh, every two months we have a newsletter, and I give updates and websites. And sometimes they'll put a cartoon in, but there's really not room because we had the Martin Luther King Day event. We had the Hiroshima event. So we have to report on all of that in the newsletter. And it okay. Was, uh, well, listen, yeah. we're trying to stick to the, the issues here, and I have a couple more people. Um, so is there any last news about shielding or anything that you know would help our community? Uh, yes, I um, uh, got a hundred free brochure catalogs from lessemf.com. I've been handing them out to people at the senior center who I know have a little bit of an awareness, and they look through that. I gave one to the police officer who asked me why I was in the heart study. I told them the Wi-Fi in that building and the smart meters in my neighborhood uh, caused heart damage. I was in a heart study for six weeks. I was the one with the least extreme, but I was still, because of my side effects, entered into the study. So that was. How did you get a hold impressive. of all of those um, brochures that they just sent you? I called. Well, Linda, I just called lessemf.com. I said I'm. I've been asked to teach a class on energy shielding. I want to prepare for that workshop. It's a free workshop, but I need material. Can you send me free catalogs? Because lessemf, Linda. EMF Linda said that she gets them and hands them out. So okay. uh, I, he said, how many do you, would you like? I said, well, I need at least 50. I, I, you know, I, I really, you know, I'm ordering the T-shirt and the shipping. So uh, they sent me, I said, how many would you really like? I said, I'd like at least 100. So they sent me a box of 100 free, and they put the uh, T-shirt in there which was nice, so I didn't have to wait for two packages. I still had to pay shipping for the T-shirt, but not for the catalog. So it's a very valuable tool when you have something in your hand that shows all the measuring meters, the gigahertz solutions, down to the tiniest 1995 Radio Shack meter, uh, the shielding foils, the shielding meshes, the clothing, and I recommend the um, nylon sprayed silver. It says do not wear near lightning. Do not wear in a high voltage environment. So there are certain precautions with wearing okay. metal. So okay. All right. Thank, Thank you. you, Flo. Okay. okay. That, that actually is a good idea um, for, you know, if you need a material or an educational tool. I have one of their catalogs 
And actually, it is kind of a good way to introduce the products. I don't know uh, if you want to start becoming salespeople for that particular company. Um, maybe there is a little job in there for you. I just came to my mind. Maybe, maybe some of us could be representatives for that kind of, uh, you know, product line. I'm not saying that only that company only, but here's another thing about less EMF. They do have a, a pretty good product line. However, some of their product prices are not very affordable. I'm going to put it that way. Some of the products go into the two and $3,000. Like some of the materials are extremely expensive and most TIs can't afford. But and in the, the range of educational tools, that, that is a good idea. And if you can get a box of those, you want to hand them out. And maybe even inquire about, you know, being a salesperson, maybe you can make a dollar or two. So, Star Rate, if you have something you want to share, and we're going to keep the show going for a little bit longer. Northwest California, you are unmuted. And about that business step. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yep. Uh, about the business stuff. Um, uh, uh, I think uh, that they've got three three ways that you can uh, can do business. Uh, uh, you know, like kind of do your own business if you choose to. But uh, the, the thing about being a representative, you know, I've been handing out, giving away uh, their their catalogs for years, uh, happily enough. Uh, you know, as an educational tool. And the catalog itself just keeps getting fatter and thicker with more products, but especially the most recent one has uh, 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 internal, like, uh, blue pages that uh, explains the basic stuff of, as I've said before, what are EMFs and why are they important. So, um, and in fact, the owner of the company, he's available as a speaker. I've heard him on other... uh, their programs. Anyway, it's just a good company. If if uh, somehow you know if you have uh, issues with the uh, cost of their products, the products themselves, you know, well, don't buy them. Uh, and also, uh, 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 you know, if if uh, they will happily uh, refund your money uh, if you uh, 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 you know uh, decide that the the product doesn't meet your expectations. So, so there's that. Now, the other thing that I wanted to do, uh, uh, Superflow, I trust you're still on the line. I want to uh, volunteer to be your campaign manager. Uh, so, so she's just doing a great job, and I think that's an excellent idea to run for any office. You know, I want to remind people that David Morrison, uh, who su- sued the um, school district in the, uh, Portland, Oregon, is running for uh, city council. Uh, 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 you know, as a serious uh, uh, a candidate, it gives them a platform to speak out about uh, 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 Wi-Fi and Wi-Fi in the classrooms, which is uh, where he had a had a uh, child in in school um, a few years ago. So there's that, and and I would like to hear uh, Flo. There's a little bit more that uh, she could bring us up to date on. I, I'd like to hear, again, her story about how her persistence paid off uh, there with, I believe it's the Scottsdale Police Department. 
could uh, unmute her and let her uh, let her tell you how how that went. She, I think she did tell us a little bit already. Uh, it was just before you got on the call. Oh, oh. Uh, did she but tell you that she's got you, her own special have, uh, special? Do you person. have each other's phone number? Do you have each other's phone numbers? Oh, I, I, we, uh, I thought that that the uh, the listeners might be interested in hearing about how persistence has paid off, so that she's got her mm-hmm. own uh, person signed to her through the police mm-hmm. department crisis intervention, and she sat there and gave him information. Uh, 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 despite at some point, I guess he wanted her to leave, but she uh, stayed there and kept giving him information until she uh, uh, got done. And so, so things are working out. It just uh, goes to show, mm-hmm. um, you know, that pers- persistence pays off. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, we're trying to keep it democratic, and I'm trying to keep the board going. And you know, people can star eight if they have some more information. Um, you know, with 50 to 65 people, we've got to uh, got to keep this conversation flowing. And uh, but thank you for that. Is there anything else you would like to share about? Um, you know, have you looked into working for less EMF somehow as a salesperson, or what? What would that work out like? Uh, I have no interest in doing that. I I, oh. I do everything uh, from you know out of my own pocket, despite uh, having a limited income. Uh, just mm-hmm. just uh, kind of uh, uh, just that's not where my my uh, heart or interest lies. Uh, but uh, like I said, they've already got in place. If other people uh, are so um, compelled or interested, they've got. Three different ways that you can partner with EMF in order, as I understand, less EMF to sell their products. Oh yeah, yeah, that's and an interesting can, thing. It's, yeah, it, it, uh, I, while we're on that, while we're on that topic, uh, let me give the phone number out and say I'm not working for the company and I don't make any money off of it. I'm just going to give a number out if anybody wants to order catalogs or look at their products, whether they want to order or not. And it's just one eight 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 less EMF. It's one eight 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 L E S S E M F on your phone. And there, let me look for the website. Um, should be on here someplace. Yep, lessemf.com. That's how easy it is. Oh, they also have a non-toll-free number, which is 518-608-6479. Ask them for a catalog and take a look at it. You know, maybe you'll get ideas of things that you have around the house to use for shielding, you know. Be creative, be inventive, and keep yourself safe. And if there are any job opportunities for people like us who have been experimenting, though, Get back to us and let us know how that worked out. You know, are they generous? Are they cheap? Are they reliable? You know, all of that stuff. So let's see what else. Okay, Star Aid, if you'd like to speak, we have a few uh, lines still open. Good night, Linda. Thanks for your contribution. Oh, thanks for your um, uh, doing the moderating thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also I was saying goodnight to Linda Koss. She was signing out. 
So that's a lot of windows in this room. I've noticed noticed that. Mm-hmm. That's an actress, Melinda. And Melinda and Luda from Lithuania. I think Luda is actually translated Linda. Hmm. I think that's what she said. You say Transylvania? Lithuania. Lithuania. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much. Last check, we had 57 people. So uh, even though I'm running out of steam, 64 people right now. I'm running out of steam. I don't know if I can do five hours. I'm sure I can't do five hours. But we'll keep it going for a little longer. Um, Blue Raven was thinking about having a late night call. Let me check with you. Do you want to call in and let us know? Are you going to do a call tonight? That would be good. Then I could. Blue Raven 777, are you on the call? Anyway, Blue Raven 777 was thinking about a call. I'm just going to wait for confirmation before I give out her number for a late night. She's easy to talk to, new to our community. Um, Freedom FCHS1 wants to hear more about shielding. Who wants to share some more shielding ideas? Star 8, and I'll open your call. Here's one. Central Coast is back on the call. Hi, Karen. Yeah, I do need a call opened. Oh, you can open one? Well, I can if you want. Okay. Um, I'm just, I'm waiting to hear back from Blue Raven, who suggested it earlier. I want to give her the okay, first let, chance. Let me know. Let me know. I'll be listening in. Okay, good. Okay, just hang on. I'm going to open up Central Colorado. You are on the air. Yeah, the gal from Arizona said she stacked water or, or something in different rooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's using Our, water as a shielding material, like stacks oh, of bottled water. Mm-hmm. Oh, stacks of bottled water in glass or in plastic? Well, personally, I think glass is better than plastic. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Now, is that bottled water that it has a cap on it or... I don't think it really matters as long as it's stacked high and thick enough that to make a wall out of it. Okay. And you can sleep next to it, use it as a headboard or build yourself a little you know, build yourself a little tent. I don't know. Um okay. but water is a good shield, yes. Uh if you can get the five gallon jugs that might work. Okay. You know? You're welcome. All right. Yeah, and uh you know, the other the other good side of that is, you know, if you're a prepper, you'll have water to drink. <laughs> you know, if you have a disaster in your area like they're having in they're having hurricanes, fires, um good yeah. to have some extra water on hand. Yeah. If I get really thirsty, I run a, a humidifier in my bedroom every night. 
and it yeah. it drains mm-hmm. it every every night from the waves that they're sending in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it helps quite a bit. I use a spirulina for that blue algae, which helps. I hear when radiation sickness and stuff, or it helps with TIs. Yeah, that's been suggested before. Anything with chlorella in it, um, the uh, blue-green algae, uh, spirulina, all good nutritional sources, as long as they come from good places. You know, if they right. come from clean clean environments, that's, right. a, that's becoming more and more of an issue. It's like, where do you get your fish from? Well, if it's coming right. out of the Pacific Ocean... It's questionable about how much radiation is in those fish. I mean, they're not going to put it. It's not on the label, right? No. So what do we have to do, buy Geiger counters and go around to the fish market and see? You know, yeah, ones, I know. Which ones have high readings? I, I don't know. If it comes in a can, I can't, you can't really tell. Um, yeah. It might say, it might say China. It might say the Pacific yeah. Northwest. It might say, who knows? I'm thinking if it comes from Canada, it's probably all right, but right. I don't know for sure. I don't know. Yeah, I'm from La. I used to be from Alaska. Now I'm here, but yeah, it used to be where? I said I I was from uh, around Canada. I was from Alaska, so I came oh. out here and got targeted. So yeah. I got gang stalked and targeted out here. It's been horrifying for the last four years. I've been really taken to the mm-hmm. cleaner. I figured, no. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, look, I, I hear the Canadians are getting targeted pretty heavily also, so. Are they? You know, it's, I don't know if there's any safe place anymore. Does that have to do with a harp? Um, no, I think it has more to do with NORAD. Right. Operates in both countries. Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot to do with it, at least in my situation. So, um, but yeah, uh, try the water thing. Let us know how it works out. Okay, Okay, Yeah, uh, thanks for coming on the call tonight. I'm going to announce now that Blue Raven 777 is having an open call later. And her number, it's really easy to remember. I like the number, 142022. That's Blue Raven's call at 142022 on Talk Show. So... Write that down. She's a new person. She's very sweet, very uh, insightful. She's got a varied background, and she'll tell you all about it when you get there. Awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Have a good night. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign you. off. Okay, great. Thanks for coming. I'm reluctant to close this call because we still have so many people on, but uh, we can do a little more, but I am getting a little bit tired, so just telling you in advance. We'll go do maybe another 20 minutes. How does that sound? And then everyone can just uh, move over to the next person's insight and knowledge.
And I want to suggest everybody go see the film The Fifth Wave if you can get it on DVD or um, watch it online, you know, stream it online. It's very interesting. It's kind of like sci-fi, disaster, survivalist type movie, but it's kind of interesting, like the, you know, I don't want to tell you, but it's just an interesting film, and I think you'll relate to it. Okay, and Grebe, you are unmuted. Oh, yeah. Well, um, there was talk about, you know, how to protect oneself, but if one doesn't uh, bother, you know, with a meter, then it's really hard to get confirmation on exactly how the operation is is set up. And, you know, I've been under attack for close to 50 years. It took me 40-some years to even, you know, come close to what was happening and uh, because I didn't know what it was. I just thought that it was natural. You know, if I ate a candy bar, then all of a sudden my blood would break out in boils. And, uh, you know, mm. I just thought it was something, you know, <clears throat> out of the blue. I didn't think that there were people trying to, you know, burn me. And then then yeah. I started catching on, you know. And it, it is a simple operation. And, the fact that it's latent and it's below the perceptual level of the mind, the, you know, they've made the devices so you don't ever realize that you're under attack, that the mind doesn't yeah. pick up. And like I was saying before, there's a slight addiction to the first part of the frequency, you know, when you first absorb it. You know, there's, there's heavy anger, heavy happiness. It's just a whole mixed emotional state, and it's really hard to... Because there's no because it takes all the reference points out of your mind, so there's no foundation, you know, left. You go through, you know, if you're religious, you go through a religious experience. If you're scientific-minded, you get scientific ideas, and all these ideas come together. So it it's a self-perpetuating thing where you become addicted to the to that energy level and then when you're you, you you lay your head down maybe you go to bed early and then the burning starts and the natural thing is to think it's coming through the roof or the walls or the windows and and it wasn't it came from a sniper mm-hmm. it's usually a sniper ambush from a vehicle so uh, or your neighbor you know they had it in their garage remember these things go through metal at, they're set up against metal siding they're set up against garage doors. They're set up against the vehicle sides. <clears throat> and they may have five or ten vehicles, and they watch where you park in a parking lot, look for an opening. If they have the weapon on the side of the vehicle, on one side they'll send one vehicle or another vehicle. And the same with medical. You know, if they see you're really, if you go, if you happen to go in to get a blood test, say, and They'll they'll do different operations in the medical the same way. They might have one consultation room with a device, and the same with an appointment. Any appointment that you make that they can predict where you're going to be, that they can get a perp in, get a perp operation going, they'll do that. But but generally, it's your neighbor, your the, the you know weaponized vehicles, and this yeah, is what Reed, I learned. Uh, can you? Uh, I'd like to take people back to listening to your information about meters because I think that's one area that you have uh, pretty much 
looked at and maybe you have some information for the new the newcomers who want to know what kind of meter to get and what kind of results? Well, Tol, uh, Tol, Roger Tolsey's who's been checking for bugs and different, you know, um, security and, and uh, he he, rec- he likes the needle meters, type meters. And I have a limited, you know, I bought maybe five or ten, six, seven, eight meters, dip, that many different ones. And I... I like to I stick with the tri field. It's a hundred fifty dollar meter and it's a needle meter. <clears throat> but I notice there's a change in the weaponry. It used to be just one full blast and now they're they're moving they're making the meter go up and down over about a five to ten, fifteen second period. So you can't really identify the source it used to be when there's a steady pulse and you just sweep the meter back and forth you can locate the device but i noticed some of the devices now when i catch the vehicles burning it the when you put it on the electric part of the trifield 100 xe meter which is it's your basic meter with you really need that meter you know for these uh to Especially if you have to do the shopping or go go to a lot of places, it's always when you come back that they've set up the ambush in the in the parking lot. They look for empty spaces that is going to include the pathway back to your car door. And the Trifield 100XE. Now, when they do these long pulses over, say, a five or six second period every five they usually won't shut it off. So it'll go, the needle will go down to the bottom, but it won't go all the way down. They'll still keep it up. It won't drop all the way to zero. That's when you know you're under attack when, and, and then the needle will go up to the high point and stay up there maybe three quarters of a second or a second, and then it will drop back down. Not real fast like static. With static, the needle jumps and pops. Every time you say walk or take a step when there's, you know, a certain amount of static in the air, there's different static levels each day, you know, and, but when you're under attack, when, you know, your neighbor or a car from Mm -hmm. a garage or a car, it, it'll, it'll, it'll go up pretty fast and then drop down slowly almost to zero, but it won't go back to zero. So you have to sweep it. You know, keep sweeping and look for the highest low where the where where when it cycles like that. But the trouble being, it's going to burn you, you know, and you're going to be screaming at night. At least that's the way it is with me. You know. Uh-huh. Set. Uh, by the way, somebody in the chat room wants to know what setting on the meter. Do you oh, use? I always use the electric setting. Now, if I'm if I'm checking cell towers because they'll do operations when the cell towers are going so you put the meter uh, along the your car you know somewhere where you can u- see it without turning your head well you know i just you know just casually glance every few seconds when you know if you know where your cell towers are they'll do operations there and then you want to use the rf frequency and then always go back to the electric because that's penetration when they when it's on the electric the electric uh uh, background the EM background that's how they get penetration into your body 
and they'll pulse it in. So Okay, so uh, it's, what are the different settings, electric, magnetic, and isn't there another one or something? Yeah, you'll get on with the weaponry, it'll it'll you'll get some on almost everything except maybe the RF, you won't get too much on RF when when there's a weapon going off, uh, you know, and Okay. But Okay, um, so I, mostly you're you're suggesting leave it on the electric one. You can play around with it. You have right. to sleep your apartment or your house and go back and forth and be kind of scientific and note where you're getting most of your readings. Even if they fluctuate, you're saying they might fluctuate on purpose, but you can still get a consensus. Uh, if you're being right. scientific and you sleep it repeatedly, you'll get a consensus. That yeah, and it's good, good to have a, like a flashlight on your bed when you go to bed and uh, and then have your meter somewhere on a nightstand so you can turn it on and use the flashlight just to see. You know, if you're in an apartment, you would definitely have to have a meter in your apartment. But I've checked over the years in my house, and, yeah, sometimes I get penetration. But I had to put through the walls, but... It's very low, and it's just to identify where you're at. It's not to kill you, but um, yeah, you can, you know. Plus, you got to know your light sockets and every and your switches because there's a lot of le- dirty electricity in houses and wall sockets. You'll get more where there's, you know, and where there's plugs and stuff. But um, yeah, you should. That it, it it takes a couple weeks to get comfortable with the meter when you first buy it and you you yes. walk around your house and uh, okay that's that's very helpful thank you and um I just want to say um to the people who are leaving the chat room right now and and leaving the call thank you so much for being here and um you know for your contributions everyone and um let's say again we're going to have a late night call soon. And that's one four two zero two two. We still have a few more people. I mean, we still have quite a number of people in the in here. So I want to give some others a chance to speak. Just um, star eight. Is Joe? Do you want to say something tonight? I see you just came in. Let me wait a minute. I think you're there. You are. Yeah. Do you want to speak? Opening your call. Go ahead. Am I human? Hey. Okay, I guess he wasn't ready to talk. Okay, so anything else? Um, I put I put a, some links in the chat room tonight for people to look up NLP, look up meditation. Um, I think it's also good if you want to check out um, Mystic Christian or mis- Mystical Christianity. Because that's kind of like where I'm going with it. When I say white light and you want protection, then, um, you know, it's not outside of that. So look into it. There is a book called The Electric Jesus. It's kind of interesting. It has some good quotes. And let me think. Is there any other final questions here before I begin to close out for the evening? All right. Okay, Southern California, you are on air. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Southern California, you are unmuted. Okay. Florida, you are unmuted. Hi. Uh, yeah, this is Beth from Florida. Hey, I was just thinking, how are you? Uh, hi, I'm very good. Um, how's everybody doing here <laughs> tonight? Um, I was just starting to think of something, a way we can speed things up a little bit. Uh, we're all doing the conference calls, which is great support. I mean, you guys are the only ones I can talk to because there is no one else I talk to anymore. And I certainly can't talk about this because they are coming up with stupid stuff about psych disability. Well, I was starting to think about some of us, there's a lot of us, I don't know how many, that are in areas that if we can prove where the direction of the uh, the direct energy weapons, RF and EMF is coming from, if another TI was in the area close enough, it's kind of a far-fetched idea, but if we were able to even share or somebody in the area where we live can help us prove who the hell's in our neighborhood or anything because I know there's people in my neighborhood. There's some somebody or a group of people in my neighborhood. Um, they've done things around my house in the patio reminding me that they're physically here. They've hit me with the brainwave entrainment and radio frequency and EMF and I've um, like two months and after that, I can't pay utilities, I'm out. I don't know where I'm going to go after that. And my idea was if there are even TIs in the areas of those who have meters, because there's many of us that can't afford them, we can actually pinpoint even quicker who the hell's doing this, whether mm-hmm. it's a mile away or five, five houses away. If we had a more uh, united... Uh, group like if, 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 but yeah. I mean, like if there were a group of PIs in, even in an area that were close enough together, we can march down the street. We can say, hey, we know exactly what, where this is coming from. We would know exactly where these targets are coming from because there's so many of us without the money to buy the, to buy the, um, the meters that if there's anybody nearby or in even another town or whatever, or a few towns over, whatever, they can help us pinpoint who the heck's hurting all of us, or at least in the area. And we can target them right away and say, hey, Law, this this guy's got blah, blah, blah. This is what we're recording on this meter. We could get them right quick. But we'd have to have... I'm, I'm just saying that we're so spread out that isn't there any way that even... <coughs> There's some of us that are close by, maybe one or two people have meters that they can help us prove stuff that's going on in our area and we can get them targeted more specifically and come down on them and get this thing done and contact the law enforcement, whatever, and take this thing down pretty quick, at least in certain areas, to help people. Yeah, well, you bring up a good point, and that is to organize a tech group that goes out and actually takes, you know, who knows how to use the equipment, who can get readings, document, and then hand it over to the target, you know, the TI. And when you say target, you have to be clear about which targets you're talking about. 
Um, well, yeah. You know, to, I'm, I'm just saying there's so many of us that don't have the the, uh, the money for for that, that if there's other people that have yeah. the, uh, machine, the equipment, they could help at least in groups in areas where we could say, hey, everything's coming from this house or everything's coming from this direction. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah. The experts, of course, they would know more specifically how to narrow it down. Right. Well, that's a very good point. Uh, there's somebody in the chat room that said they used to have a tech group, but it looks like we need to organize a new one now. I mean, we've got enough people together at this point where some people know how to use the meters, some people know how to document, some people know how to pull together evidence, and that would be, you know, that's actually... And recording it on, a, on, a, about, on a, video, a video camera or something. Yeah, where, because it's not the uh, the machines don't record as they're doing it. We have to record from a video camera to watch the meet, have them watch the meter. And like I said, it would be a more specific attack on them. Just because right now, I'm really in trouble right now. And if there was anybody in my area that could find out who the hell's doing it, uh, you know what? They have uh, let me know the- physically that they're here because. They've done things in my patio uh, to let me know they're physically here. And they're not kids in my neighborhood. I live in a neighborhood. Can I give you a suggestion? Sure, go ahead. Okay. You have to look at this a totally different way than you're looking at it. You have to look at it like if the people that will not refuse to help you that you always thought were there to protect you, the same agencies that our country hired to protect us, if they have refused to help all the TIs, that alone, without knowing anything else, would tell me that they are behind it. Because if they weren't behind it, they would have no incentive to not help us. So yes, why do you... She, why that's why we would have to go out and actually go find them. We okay, but you're going to find you're going to find that it's going to link back up. Now, what are you going to do? Go tell the military that the military is hitting you with a weapon? It doesn't if make we, any if sense. If we find proof, then yes, sir, we will, because this shit will go all the way up to administration. I'm, well, I'm not, not, not being mad about with you. I'm, I'm just saying that this can be a more aggressive approach on our part. Okay, to let, let me together. That's all. Wait, okay, wait, let me. Uh, Corey, Corey, just let her finish, and then I'm going to give you the floor, all right? Just let her finish her ideas yeah, first, okay? Just, just basically, if we have enough proof, we can start fighting back. If we get in groups, unite together, even in certain areas that target, I'm in trouble right now. I don't know where I'm going to be in another two months or so. And I know they've affected the media. I know they control the media. I know the police are not going to probably help. All I'm saying is if we can get enough proof, something that law enforcement judges somebody, senators, somebody that would listen, because if you have, in my mind, if I've got proof that somebody's hurting somebody, I don't think the judge is going to say, no, we can't file that. Like, yes, I can, because this is proof right here, and it's solid proof. I'm just saying we have to have enough of it. We have to be more aggressive if we can unite, get the damn proof. And then we're turning them into, we're, 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 we're shining the light on them to the law enforcement and say, wait a minute, we've got enough proof on this guy or these people. 
Because I agree about the military. I totally agree with that. I've had a lot of hints, a lot of things been thrown at me in the last two years indicating the military. I agree with that. But they're also working in small groups, I think, in certain areas. And if we can narrow down things and get the proof, get the evidence, I don't see yeah. a problem. Well, okay. Thank you. Something um, that's I'm solid. Gonna... Like, okay, that, that's it's a good idea. Maybe we can... I like the idea of possibly putting together a group of investigators, if that's what you're saying, to people who are, you know, who know the language, the science, the meters, and if they could be somehow part of our, you know, operation, like they go out, make the investigation, get the proof, just like the police department does, and then pull that together. I think there's some possibility there, but we're just not organized yet. It's still possible. Go ahead, Corey. Okay, one thing to... Thank you. One thing to look at is the HARP weapon. Um, The way I look at this, if you take HARP, you know that they're beaming something into the ionosphere. So... Anybody who can think would know that if they're going to beam it up there, it's going to come back down. Okay, but they're just not going to admit it because these people, they only use their projects based on, you know, misinformation or lies. They're going to say, oh, this is just testing, blah, blah. But when it's beamed up there, it has to come down and beam back to the ground. Um, now I, I believe, that, and I believe that that um, first of all, I don't know the DSM five. I haven't read it. But if it says anything like you're delusional because you think there's beams or something, then that is a setup. That shows right there the proof that uh, it's a setup. Okay. Or a and, cover, or it's a cover up. Like right, they, it's, they, it's they, a built-in yeah. preemptive cover up. Um, so I would tend to look at, there's a, uh, I believe what they're doing in addition is they're putting some kind of, uh, mirror, um, a reflective device up closer to the sun and then using the sun rays to beam it, beam it down. Now, I'm not saying this is exclusive. Everybody knows there's cell phone towers, there's cell phones, and there's there's all different types of radio frequency and other targeting. Okay, but this is just one that we've been kind of ignoring, um, so that's why I'm kind of pointing this one out. Uh, no, I, I don't ignore the fact that they're using harp and giant, you know, laser cannons in the sky and whatnot. I mean, no, I, I I know that they're out there. It's just that I think what the TIs are trying to do is work on what they can, even though they're limited with, you know, just consumer-level products or consumer-level, you know, countermeasures. So I agree with you saying, but it shouldn't discourage people from doing what they can do in their own homes to protect themselves or to, you know, create a legal action that might actually work, you know, after all right. time. Right. Well, this is the last thing I'm going to say about anything is yeah. that um, I noticed that, you know, uh, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the meter that uh, Don was talking about, but mm-hmm. um, it's really not 
going to be that flexible if you're trying to figure out the frequencies and stuff like that. And that's why this cornet meter that, you know, I've never tried it, so don't, if you get it, don't blame me. But um, it goes up to like 8K, I mean, uh, what is it, something 8 me um, megahertz or wait, what is it called? Goes up to uh, eight something gigahertz. Gigahertz, excuse me. Gigahertz. Gigahertz. Yeah. So, and that looks more flexible to be able to uh, okay. record uh, to measure some of this stuff, including so smart highest, meters. What's the the highest meter level you can get on a consumer level? Do you know? I really don't know that. Good question, okay. though. Yeah. Okay, um, so that was very good input. I'm trying to close out before 9.30 just because I'm running out of steam. Uh, let me open up Connecticut. You can stay open. Connecticut, you are unmuted, and you're on the air. Hi there. Um, one thing that I noticed in the beginning um, was back in 2000. 13, November 2013, the Connecticut Infogard met at uh, what was then called um, Northeast Utilities, which is Connecticut Light and Power, which is now Eversource because they merged with Massachusetts. Um, that right there, why is the Infogard meeting at the electric company <laughs> for their annual meeting? Like, they're joined at the hip, and that shouldn't be allowed. You know that that would be one avenue. If somebody's got some suggestions of what to do about that, but it's not right that these kids driving around pushing their buttons can microwave us with our own electric meter and everything else here. They're popping my walls. I mean, I'm getting clobbered in my home. Clobbered. Yeah, I know. yeah most of us are, and that's what you know. That's what we're trying to brainstorm, you know, how to protect ourselves. I, I don't think there's an answer for that because they work hand in hand. I mean, those big, yeah. those big companies, um, you know, for instance, if there's going to be a, um, a research done, or a project, or maybe several on global warming, the government is going to hire the people who are going to give them the readings they want. I mean, that's how it all works, so... They're going to, you know, work together, have lunch together, play golf, you know. Well, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. This is premeditated murder. Right. You know, the answer to your question about why they're meeting there may not be exact, but I think that it has to do with smart meters are all a part of this, and so are lights. Yeah. So are the uh, yeah. so are street lights and and they've they've amped up because about three four years ago I saw a whole bunch of trucks uh, electric trucks going all over the place and I was wondering what the hell are they doing and then all of a sudden yeah. I see on every light the light the beam of the light is way stronger than ever and it extends so far out so I think they're yeah. all part of the the whole targeting. Uh, oh yeah, they are. I mean, they they did up they they changed up the street lights a couple of years back. You know, um, they got smart lights on us instead of the old. They got smart street lights on us 
They got smart headlights. Yeah, uh, they can hear, they can see, yeah. Yeah. But to use a utility that you're paying for to hurt you in your own home when you're not doing anything wrong is bullshit. I know. It's one thing to surveil. It's another thing to harass. And it's another thing to hurt. And torture and and kill. Uh, everyone, uh, when we're going to close out now, uh, again, I want to remind you there is a late night call at 142022. I want to thank everybody for um, contributing, for volunteering, and just for being here, you know, just for being our support with one another. And I recommend that everyone stay grounded, stay centered, and keep the faith. Thank you so much for coming tonight.